crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to the last episode of Funny to Informing for 2020, episode 164. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. That is me. You are you. We are us. Yeah, we are already getting the drinks going. We're here at, um, well, I don't want to admit to drinking in public so early on the show, but... We are doing an out and about show. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty late, so it's like pitch dark. It is so dark here, bro. Yeah, I'm not seeing but much. We showed up and the sun was kind of going down, and, uh, and then I told John, I was like... I hope nobody does complain or anything because I think at public parks in Orlando, like the the rule is like sundown. Get yeah, I don't out. know. I'm not sure. And most uh, of them are open sun 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 hours. This is uh, the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information and stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes interviews, and this none of the above this week is all about <laughs> just looking at the the year that we've had the last twelve fucking months of pretty much straight bullshit. 2020, a retrospective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be like a 2020 special. For 2020. Ooh, yeah. I stole that title directly from them. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out ABC News. Uh, and and I, so I know we we'd have Tuttle's ten, and then we have no Digi here's for the back half because that's when we're going to kind of like go through the categories and list of things that yeah, were. We'll kind of run down. We'll start kind of with our personal stories here, kind of get to what we you know what we got into for our Christmas and stuff in the last week, week or week and a half, whatever. And right. then uh, we'll go from that. Yeah, we got an interesting one. We'll go from that. I figure this week uh, we will. We kind of reported last week uh, that uh, Christmas was kind of canceled for me, and we'll get more into that uh, when we talk about it deeply deeper. But uh, we'll get into a we're gonna do an interesting new uh phone call uh to my kid who had covid and she's now uh she's now gotten a positive test back and uh so hopefully that's you know all on the up and up so we figured we'd talk to her and get a first-hand account of it you know yeah we wanted to get an update and i mean um it's it's this is kind of eerie out here i'm not gonna lie yeah, it's right? it's like so dark i'm hearing like a few bugs or whatever oh uh, so many like crickets and uh, uh, also full disclosure if you remember john uh you may or may not i think so because I, we've been forever kind of uh fucked up since it happened but this is the same spot we recorded uh back in april of this year our 420 special and uh we had owls is that the one we saw us. the owl on? we saw an owl we heard them yeah and then when we rolled up on this spot again today we heard them who hooting hooting is that who hooty who hooty who yeah it sounded like an outcast song bobbity boo i was jamming but yeah no we heard him hooting when we walked up in here today yeah uh and i mean this is the stories you read about where like oh somebody was killed in the park and they were murdered and they didn't find their body for a few days until somebody walked by and smelled something and they looked in the door and there was a hook like that's the only <laughs> every time I think like, yeah right the hook hand was left in the car door <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't know Jason yeah. came out of the lake we uh, we're kind of um, you know turning up a little bit with our scotch that we got from our Christmas episode yes, last week when we swapped gifts last week that is now clearly half gone it's going to good use <laughs> it tastes like straight charcoal. <laughs> uh, for, for yeah, full disclosure, uh, we are not sponsored by these guys. Thank God. But if you want to sponsor us, we will stop saying that your scotch doesn't taste good. It's it's Shieldag. It's not. I can't horrible. even say it right. It's, it's just, spelled so Scottishly that I can't say it right. It's really, really smoky, is what it is. It's so smoky. It's like charcoal. 
yeah. in your mouth. John can't taste things because of COVID. Once in so for me, it's not as past. bad. But for me, I'm telling you, it's like sucking on a lump of charcoal. Yeah, and I hope that you know because this is around the time period now with Christmas being done and everybody got their gifts and also people are starting nope, to use. Speak for yourself. I didn't get a single thing. Yeah, you did. You got stuff. I already uh, from know you. you got My stuff. bad. I got stuff from you. No, and you got stuff from a coworker. A nice little nifty. Oh, that gift-y. is cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing, that I'm pipe you. was cool. Yeah, you got stuff. Thanks, but Chad. You're a G. It's uh, and people are actually putting that stuff to good use now and using all the new shit that they got. Oh, and, we were I smoking mean, out of it on the way here. Yeah. Allegedly, <laughs> I uh, the, for Chris, I I felt like I had. You ever seen that movie Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon for Christmas? I knew where you were going as soon as you said Vince Vaughn, and we're in December. But uh, I have not. It's it's oh, that's actually a surprisingly good movie. Don't sleep on that one. Really, yeah. I didn't know that yeah, because yeah. like Vince Vaughn's cool, and but I'm not a huge fan of his and like those rom com style things that he does usually. But I do like Vince Vaughn. But then Reese Witherspoon, I'll take her or leave her. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what I mean. She's nothing. a pretty face or whatever, but it's like, eh, yeah, it's don't not my favorite. Don't watch it like trying to like break it down or take it too seriously. Oh, it's so very, don't Siskel and Ebert it. I see what you're saying. It's uh, but I mean, it, that like the premise of that movie is pretty much like they're both of their parents are separated, so they go to like one person's house and then the other parent's house and then the other side of the family's okay. other parents. So they go to her mom and and dad. And her mom like, and yeah. stepdad, and then dad and stepmom. Just running and then they all go over to the place. Mom and stepdad and dad and stepmom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I was going to Sam's dad's and hanging out with him and, and then, you know, that side of the family and then Sam's grandmother and then my parents. And we were running around. Jesus, man. Just with these different Christmases. How many places in, in total was it? Three, uh, four? Did you do four Christmases? It might have been four. Wow, look at that. We went over a friend's house. So, yeah, yeah I was, I'm on a bender, bro. That's, I'm on a that's cool. bender. I, uh, I, I did four Christmases in that I sat at home for four days in a row and was bored out of my mind. <laughs> 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 but then we hung out a little bit one of those nights. And I Actually, Christmas Eve, I went out and got drunk. So yeah, because it was fucking Christmas Eve, and I wanted to see Santa. You know, go over the city in a sleigh. I I just like um, because well, my mom does this one thing for Christmas, and that's what I look forward to the most. You know how I like to go to casinos and gamble, and so. What she wants to do one year is give everybody tokens at the door and let them come in and play their own games, you know, or like set up games that people oh, can like play. Oh, casino night from the office in your house. Pretty much, That sounds yeah. awesome. Just uh, don't bring the Boy Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> and what, don't bring the Boy Scouts, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a Boy Scout said that. What a time to do that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Good timing. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, uh, so what she usually does, though, at, at the least, is um, she has different games that we play, uh, you know, against each other and... Uh, uh, yeah, your it, mom's such a gambler. It's a bro. lot of fun. It's a your lot of fun. Your mom is fucking. I almost said Kenny Loggins, but that would be Footloose. It's Kenny. Wh- who sings the Gambler? Rest oh, in peace. Oh, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, we'll get to that soon enough. But uh, rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. That's your mother. Yeah, it's a. Uh, but like, so I, that's what I look forward to the most is playing all these little nick, nifty games. And I mean, Whoa. I was reading, or we were seeing it actually together. Uh, that the when we this, were holding hands. That this gentleman and his family came up th- with the quarantine. Olympics or the COVID Olympics or oh, whatever. That was cool. That was actually featured on, we saw that on SportsCenter. We were hanging out one night. Yeah, I was. Sorry, John, I got distracted there quickly. Did you see how bright this light got on this table next to us? A little I bit. I thought a light came on. It's the fucking moon. Is it? Yeah, a cloud moved away from the moon. Now it's all brightly, like, we can see around us. Look, look how much light the moon is providing. See, I was thinking a car went by. No, like, dude. Through the woods. That's moonlight right over this gazebo. Huh. Okay, uh-huh. anyway. Yeah, should we start dancing? Like we're dancing in the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So these people invented. Like, they got popular off of TikTok. They have an account uh, with TikTok. Of course they did. Um, Alex Presley. So their, their TikTok handles at Alex Presley uh, with an underscore at the end of it. Uh, so hmm. he's the CEO commissioner of these games that people are starting to play at home since everybody has time now. You know. Yeah, it was and, cool. We saw it on Sports Center. They were doing a top twenty like COVID quarantine countdown. 
Yeah, they ha- it says, uh, so far they've completed approximately 34 different challenges, ranging from Roomba balloon pop to toilet paper bowling uh, to stair sledding. That sounds dangerous. Oh, that's cool. They put like a like a knife on a Roomba, <laughs> like wait on it to hit the balloon for like you guess the times. I don't know how they're doing it, but some some of the clips were cool. We didn't have audio because we were sitting at a bar, but uh, but it, it looked cool just watching it. I, it was over my shoulder, and John was like, "Yeah, uh, there's one. It's called the straw challenge. That one's cool. That it, one was cool. It, yeah, and it's time based. So the you know the longer you last, uh, you know the the better your score or whatever. The closer but, she is. Yeah, <laughs> they they have a straw in a cup, simple, and then if you have one of those refrigerators that dispenses water. Somebody has to keep pressing that down, but you're drinking through a straw. The okay, water. so you have yeah, you're the guy's like knelt down in front of the water dispenser yeah. on his fridge with a straw into a cup, and like his somebody else in the family's got the button pressed, constantly filling the full glass, and it's like. Who you know you don't want the water to over you know overspill the edge right? I love these are that's pretty cool. Games. That's pretty cool. I would kill at that. There's one that they're they just throw off like a dollar off the top balcony, yeah, run yeah. down to get it. Yeah, they drop a dollar <laughs> and then have to, their own dollar and then have to run around down the stairs real quick and try to catch it before it flutters down to the ground. Yeah, and they have been taking off. And I mean, this is one like genius thing to do uh, if you have a bunch of free time. And I mean, which most of us did earlier guess, this year. I guess you know he's probably making money off of it now i mean obviously tiktok you know with the views and stuff they 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 try to get you sponsored and they try to they want to take care of you you know what i mean and i mean good for him good yeah i'm sure that one blew up being featured on sports center i mean hell it made you find the guy i don't know how you found that just based on us seeing the you know sports center story on that that's it's, pretty cool it, it's and having awesome. no audio it's a yeah. family from north carolina okay is what it is that's cool uh, no, but I, I just thought that that was awesome because it reminded me of my mom when she does all the games and stuff. So I was like, that's, that's so cool. weird. But your mom yeah. like puts monetary winnings on it probably at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah of yeah. course she does because she's a gambler. Mm-hmm. She knows when to hold them. She knows when to fold them. The, uh, have you been seeing this thing going around with um, like the twisted tea can? Oh, and the, buddy. Like the memes and stuff. I yeah. guess there was this huge. Like, I this definitely alter- saw that. There was an issue. I think it was Ohio. Yeah, it was Ohio, which I for initially thought, uh, is this somewhere in the South? It's just both both people participating there sounded like they were from the South, just with their accents. And I'm sure we'll hear it in the clip here. But yeah, it's uh, this was a good one. Oh, yeah. So I saw this over my Christmas break while I was sitting at home bored. I did want to play the clip, mainly because the, the tea can, you'll know when it hits his face. Yeah. Because it's all fucking. Well, they're making memes about this already. It's a hell of a sound. I love it. Yeah, and um, and there is strong language, so I want to say that because uh, I'm just going to play the clip. On our show, thanks for giving that warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our show. They know. But uh, yeah, so here you can hear what happened. You're going to pop them. I live about 400 ice cream two blocks away. I'm a, I, and you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I'm going to walk to you. I'm going to walk right to my house for you, bro. Oh, God. I'm not trying to disrespect you, bro. I'm not. I'm the same nigga all day, all every day. Are you kidding me? Where you from, nigga? Where you from? Where you from? Where the fuck you from, nigga? You from here? Get the fuck out of here. You a clown, nigga. Oh, God, you a clown, nigga. You from here? You a clown. What you gonna smack me with that? Smack me. Smack me. Smack me, nigga. Come on, yeah. Drop it. Oh, and oh, right there. It was the, that last pop. There was a couple pops in before that, which I thought, maybe, is that is that it? Is that it? And then, no, it's clearly that really loud one at the end. Yeah, I was do it one more time. He drops the Twisted T. The second he picks it up, it's going right for his fucking face. Oh, that pop is the sound of an, a 
like a 32 ounce aluminum can smashing into some yeah. fucking racist white boy's face. And then the 7-Eleven door or whatever, or the circle yeah. K just chimes. <laughs> like, you're, you're dead. You got your bell rung, man. Literally. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that that was so funny. And I can't believe how many jokes people are making. Like, they're, they're, they're saying like, oh, do you have protection? Oh, we're good, babe. And there's a twisted D on the nightstand. Yeah, I saw. Okay, I saw like, another oh, one. And it was like a clip, of, like a a photo of a girl in a porn or whatever. And uh, no, no, no. It was that. It's that meme of like the girl laying on her bed texting the boy, and the boy receiving the text or texting back and forth. I know you've seen it. It's yeah. just like a cartoon. Yeah. And then the girl says, "How hard are you gonna hit it?" And the boy, the boy's text bubble is a can of twisted tea. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get it at first. It was right. It was like a day after I saw that, and I was like. How hard are you gonna get it? Twisted tea. Dude. I was like, hard <laughs> lemonade. I don't hard tea. And it wasn't until we were talking about it, and you were like, you said I got that twisted tea story, and I was like, what? And you were like, where the dude smacked the guy, and I go, it all like came full circle. And I was like, that meme is hilarious. Everybody's talking. <laughs> I saw about it two it. days ago. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, no, it's, I I'm so proud of that. So it, I definitely I saw that story as one of many over my you know my extended boredom break over the four days that I couldn't see my family for Christmas and. Uh, Another one that I couldn't, I don't, nobody in the country I feel like could have ignored. It was all over the place. When I woke up Christmas morning, I saw this story. And I don't, again, I say it all the time. I don't follow a lot of news. So awkwardly, it's a weird a weird scenario in which I saw this nationwide huge news story out of Nashville with the uh, RV oh, exploding downtown yeah. on 2nd Avenue there in Nashville at the foot of the AT&T building. Um so I have, uh, I, I won't even call her a friend. I've never even met her. She does a podcast with a gentleman, a former comedian here in Orlando. She lives in Nashville now. Her, her co-host on the show uh, lives here in Orlando, and they do a podcast about dating. And I just happened upon both of them on Instagram. I don't remember searching. I think I was just on a podcast feed, right? And I happened upon them, and I listened to a couple of their shows, and they've got you know great chemistry, and it's a really funny show. And, uh, and so I follow her and him on Instagram and I woke up Christmas morning and was just scrolling my Instagram stories and there is a story from her uh, her name on Instagram is Simply Sarah and um, I, I would probably I hope she's cool with me saying go follow her um, she's got an interesting uh, feed and like I said she hosts a good podcast so I would say you know give them a check too but uh, I was following her story and she lives downtown Nashville and I, and there were stories from like you know for early morning hours she lives in like a high rise apartment literally a block or two away from where this happened and there's story shit on her story where she's like definitely upset uh, talking about um, you know uh, there was a you know uh, there was an explosion we don't know what's going on her and her boyfriend like had to rush out of the apartment and get the fuck out of there and so that made me go start looking at news stories to see what the fuck was going on right oh yeah and so that alerted me to it but it was crazy to see pictures from like ground zero so to speak people were trying to so close that she's she's posted a lot of photos and some information we've talked back and forth about it I've talked to several people about this story it's been very very top of mind for me as I've just been super intrigued by it there's a there with the surveillance video and stuff it's been a few days of just trying to piece together what was you know going on exactly and i mean there supposedly there was just the lone bomber yeah like the one so, guy yeah so i like i said i was getting stories and updates on this constantly since it happened and you know the most uh the most recent one was uh it was uh yesterday afternoon as we record so the 27th uh the explosion happened early morning hours of christmas day uh so a couple days after that they had reported that Anthony Quinn Warner is confirmed as Nashville bomber, and he died in the RV explosion. Yeah. Because there were so many questions at first, you know, there was a lot of conspiracies as to what happened, why it went off. I even heard some stuff about um, 
they're trying to figure out his motivation right now. Well, exactly. I've heard some 5G stuff. I've heard some stuff. My initial thing that I heard, the, the rumor that I heard from another friend that I have that lives 20 minutes outside of Nashville, who the, uh, I have family up there in Tennessee as well. My family and my friends, everybody in people, even an hour plus outside of Nashville, had no cellular or fucking internet service if you have AT&T for like two days following that dude. yeah they were saying which is was, a scary thing they were saying that he might have been paranoid or something over 5g of, like, and then that's the most re- the that's the most like logical thing that i've seen reported but the first conspiracy i heard was that apparently some of the voting machines from this highly controversial uh election we just had were supposed to go to that at&t building and be delivered later that or earlier that day or the day prior and they were going to audit some of the votes and so I don't know, you know, I don't know, again, that was speculation, I think. We're not sure on that, but I don't know which side he skewed on, if that is true. You know, was he a Trumper or an anti-Trumper and he wanted to help or hurt the case? Then? Yeah. You know what I mean? They said he was an IT guy. Like, yes. he's super smart individual. And he had individual. knowledge with this stuff. And this, I heard the RV was loaded with, like, ammunition, which is why it blew up so Yeah, much. well, the weird thing was because they had, like, the RV kind of blared this evacuation warning. Yes. Before it blew up. Which also made me think, you know, well, he wasn't. He had motives on that, like stopping some kind of technology, obviously, right? If he didn't want to hurt anybody, because the recording was telling people to evacuate the area and there would be a bomb in 15 minutes, right? Uh, That's what I heard. Oh, yeah. That's the last thing I heard. Something like that. Kind of warning people to get away because he didn't want to hurt people. So it's not like he was like a a, a traditional terrorist or like a, you know, a religious zealot terrorist that wants to, you know, take lives and and make a story that way. He was, he definitely had some like ulterior motive, maybe again, maybe technology based, maybe it was 5G, maybe it was these voting machines. I don't know. We don't really know yet. Yeah. It's all all kind of unfolding. Things are still coming in here three days later. It's a horrific story. Yeah. And like this, this stuff that needs to be pieced together and from different different angles and you know i mean his his backstory and to try to figure out and uncover yeah, that they searched oh, his house and then it's just amazing how quickly this like took hold of the country i remember two hours after this story broke three hours it was so later in the afternoon christmas day cincinnati I saw a headline that was cincinnati um evacuate city block because uh suspicious rv parked on you know so it's like just somebody with parked an rv downtown in cincinnati and now the city police are freaking out because Maybe it's a bomb. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh, once one God. person does one thing one way, everybody freaks out and assumes like the shoe bomber and the, you know what I mean? Like all this shit that's, we're still taking our shoes off at the airport to this day. Oh yeah. Yo, I think that's going to be forever a thing. I think oh, they had initially They're said they were the going to get, they were going to get rid of that. They, they wanted- were going to get rid of the shoe thing, dude. I thought that was a done deal. I, they, I, that, or maybe they're, they're, they're weaning it in over into over the next few years, but it'll, I think that's not going to be a forever. It'll be thing. one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, right now you have to take Body your scan. Sho- you have to take your shoes off to do the X-ray, but yeah. they're going to just incorporate it. Dude, they can see through all my clothes and my skin and my dick and balls. Why can't they see through my shoes? Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Look in the shoes too. God damn, just let me keep my clothes on. I, uh, or I mean, well, you don't have to keep your pe- uh, clothes on. Remember, you, we saw it before we started the show. The dude fucking sitting on the corner okay, with no was, pants yep, on. So that was the craziest part of 2020. You don't need to keep your clothes on. <laughs> There was a weird Asian guy. It doesn't matter where he's from, but some weird Asian dude while walking uh, around downtown Orlando, right there in the Thornton Thornton Park area, right in front of Cavos. As I was getting off work, and John and I were kind of pre-show, pre-gaming, and uh, he's walking around, no pants on. I don't. I, I snapped photos. Yeah, John's got some photos, and then somebody came up to him, literally, and just handed him a pair of shorts, and, and he didn't want to put them on at first. He just stood on the corner holding them, and finally, when we pulled off in the car, he was standing there putting the shorts on. So we got a, a before and an after. Yeah, it did resolve itself because I thought the cops were going to come before that. I mean, <laughs> they if you don't have pants no on, rush for a man with no pants. I don't know. I was waiting for him to do something. It was like a. I couldn't look away. Heavily I, armed, but not panted. <laughs> I know. I was just, <laughs> and then I snapped a photo. I didn't care. Clearly, he didn't care. 
you know, so no, I didn't no, either. No, 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 no. I was gonna. He gave zero fucks. <laughs> I thought that was fucking wild. I mean, that's that's what twenty twenty has been. Twenty twenty you know, has like all, been a total shit like all show. these stories that we're saying. You know, like it's going out with a bang. That's for fucking sure. What's that one song? Going out with a bang. That's that, a good one. That's what it is. There you go. I, I like that you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you did you hear about any other stories or anything I mean, else going so on? so many stories. Um, I will say quickly, yeah, this is another one. I mean, that, yeah, and we've got some more stuff to get to on the backside, but I wanted to get to a few of these up front. Uh, but yeah, also, you mentioned that one point that... Um, that uh, Joe Exotic was hoping for a pardon from Trump yeah. that Trump had mentioned. Yeah. Well, this follow-up story that I got about a week ago was uh, uh, Joe Exotic says he's been reassured his pardon request has finally made its way to the, to the president. The Trump, uh, the, the Trump, the Trump has not decided yet if he is going to pardon him or not, but apparently he has, you know, agreed to look at it and well, make a decision one way or another. So that's another step in the direction he was going. And I guess Joe Exotic from Behind Bars had like started a, a whole either petition campaign or... A, no, it was another lawsuit. It was a lawsuit to get this uh, the, kind of expedited and get this in front of Trump. Dude. And then Trump agreed to do it, and and then Joe, Joe was like, well, I'll drop the lawsuit. I don't want to sue anybody. He was being actually pretty cool about it. Just I just wanted it to be seen and be decided upon. Are, so. are, are people like still paying attention to him? Like, are, I mean, because... Not so t- much. I just King- wanted to talk about that because you mentioned it on yeah. the show just the last few weeks. I feel like the Tiger King came and went so fast. It hit fast. hard. It hit so hard. It man. was like the biggest fucking thing that people could talk about. And then like after two weeks, well, it was like. Well, the timing was perfect. It was hit that first off. week of fucking quarantine and shutdown. And everybody is scavenging for things to do and watch and do inside their homes, you know. And before yeah. everybody decided to, you know, like uh, find a hobby or do this or that or you know, whatever they've decided to do to bide their time. Some of us better than others as I struggle daily. But uh, but like, you know, I, I feel like that was it was it was perfect. Perfect. It really was kismet of the timing and that release. I, uh, and it was super are they going to do anything else? I wonder. Oh, like a follow up? If no, Joe gets out, maybe. Like yeah, like a, like a third, like another season of it or something. I don't know. I don't it know. could be a follow. Well, they did do that follow up with Joel McHale, which we reported about here. Oh well, yeah. You know, that that's was... kind of it. That's all they've done. Eh, I didn't mean that. But uh, you said you had something about an airline or a rapper and an airline was what you told oh, me. Oh yes. You were like, I, you know, remind, remind yeah. me. Yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, this came in literally as we were doing some of this pre pre show pre gaming. We were sitting uh, probably around the time we saw a naked dude walking through Thornton Park. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so it was like breaking and I was like oh we got to talk about this just because it's a silly stupid fucking story that I'm sure will tie into many other stories that we will bring up this year and the politicizing of this whole uh, COVID year and shit like that but uh, JetBlue reportedly banned Lil Pump over refusal to wear mask during flight well you, that'll happen not, uh, exactly wear a mask, but I was man. just like I mean this guy took it that far you know and I uh. think he felt like probably he was probably like I'm a you know I'm a star like in this picture he looks like a terrible Bruno Mars <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but uh, yeah but I felt like you know he probably it says according to TMZ uh, which was citing a rep they spoke to uh, JetBlue has banned Lil Pump over a prolonged incident that took place during this past weekend the incident is said to have been Ignited by the 20, he's only 20, I didn't know that, the 20-year-old rapper's refusal to wear a face mask before deteriorating into a longer series of bad behavior. Oh, I wonder what he did after he started fucking. The making of a scene 
was considered to be disorderly enough for cops to be asked to be on standby when the flight came into LAX. So it was while they were in the air. Yeah, and he was probably on something. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, it was not to reach the level where cops actually had to arrest Little Pump, and no such police records exist of a, of, of a report. But at first, uh, Pump was simply non-compliant with the mask policy, but later said he was sneezing and coughing into a blanket with no mask. What an asshole. Oh, that is perhaps on purpose, as if to be fucking, oh my God. Yeah, that's but, fucked up. Another case of politicizing this that shit. Fucked up, and that more than just a supervisor needed to meet them, as Pomp had to be dealt with firmly, quote unquote. And then he's just not going to do the Jet Blue thing anymore. He's going to be in his next music video. He's going to be decked out in Southwest gear, oh, from head to that's toe. Fine. I'll keep searching. Maybe we'll get more news on that. <laughs> okay, okay, that sounds good. Um, all right, so let's. Well, first, because I know we're going to call your daughter, right? Yes, we're, we're going to check in with my kid, make sure see how she's doing with her recent negative test. You still haven't seen her since No, I haven't seen her Christmas? since Thanksgiving, yeah. Okay, yeah, Just because, yeah. you know, shit was busy and I've been working since then. Um, my whole thing was to go up and see them for Christmas. I had all this time off, and then it, I just later, literally had nothing to do. So. Let's uh, let's do a little drinky drink before calling her. Cheersy weersy. Let's get a little loosey goosey, beasy weezy. I, uh, Cans yeah. don't clink too well. <laughs> I was like, dong, a can against a bottle of shit scotch. Ugh. Ugh, shit scotch. Yeah. It's smoking a bottle. Ugh, it really get, is. Get you some of that. I do not recommend Shieldag. S-H-I-E-L-D-D-A-I-G. Single malt. You know what I'm mad about? Scotch whiskey. We have these, I mean, I just wanted to get something kind of champagne-y, so yeah. like, like we talked about getting Stella, and we have these Stellas here, and we haven't even opened one yet. And I'm kind of upset about it. Champagne for my real friends. Yeah, yeah. Real pain for my sham friends. Yeah. Uh, but so cool. let's. Uh, and I want to toast and like thank everybody who's been keeping up with us this year. I feel like we've said that already. No, we've said that. Recently, we've but. said that ad nauseum for sure. But we it, it just reiterates how truly thankful we are. You know, in this crazy fucking year. Even if it was a great year, either way, it doesn't matter how the year shapes up. Uh, but in this one, that was so crazy and up and down. And for me personally, up and down like crazy. I've gone through so much turmoil as we all have. In yeah, all everybody. John oh my too. god. Yeah. But you know, it just it reiterates reiterates how really thankful we are for you guys being there and that's one reason we were going to call my kids because i got a couple messages from people you know checking in you know to make sure she was cool and and we'll find out in person yeah and we'll probably say it again before the show is over we will we love you guys we, we can't thank you enough we already know we're going to go into 2021 with a bang but we yeah. still got some business to take care we're of here focus we're going to refocus in 2021 john by the way we're yeah. going to get this fucker back on the track that it was before all this shit fucking threw us off oh yeah but yeah. i will say this we do need to toast to that john because Cheers to us. I don't toot our no, own the, horn a whole these, lot. These will actually clink. Yes, they will. Ooh, nice. what a ring. What a ring in 2021. But uh, I will say this. I, I, I am proud of us in that in the era in which so, and it, we might have said this on this show, but in a year in, in where so many shows have either gone on hiatus altogether because of this or had to go to Zoom because of this right uh i'm really proud that for the most part by you know barring a few family instances and things where people were out of town we have every week week in week out knock this thing out and we're at this creepy ass park at night like lights are coming on and going off and i don't know what what the fuck's going on i just don't want any cops to roll up i mean so i don't know roll up do not cut the audio john oh no 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 no. never 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 and i know like I don't know how distracted I sound to people, you know, but I am like every few minutes looking around and it's kind of throwing me off my game a little bit because <laughs> it's I cool, don't want to die tonight. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to shut this light off I, on my phone and then our <laughs> eyes can adjust to this darkness and we'll actually see things going on around us, John. 
That's true. You know, if we just let the darkness encircle us. Yeah, I don't eat enough carrots. That's, That's my problem. You don't eat enough anything. Isn't isn't is carrots the one that carrots gives you are like cigarettes? Your night you, just, you, you can hold them like cigarettes. <laughs> I know, right? That's how you what's up, Doc? But with anyway, a carrot I'm in your sure mouth. I'm sure we'll get back to it, as John said, and we will definitely mention it again before the end of the show. But we're super thankful for you guys. Thanks for reaching out personally and checking out my kid and just giving a shit about what we do. And and shout out to Kelly. She followed up on a story. It's been a couple weeks now. We didn't have time to get to it on the Christmas show, but she sent in some crazy follow up to one of our stories. Uh, and I don't just thanks you guys for oh, just I like participating and you know yeah yeah. Yeah. I wanted to get to that, Kelly, but uh, it was the Christmas show and it just didn't fit. No, yeah, definitely keep sending stuff, please. Yes, funny to informing always follow up. At gmail.com, Facebook or Instagram.com slash funny to informing. We always appreciate it when people send us stuff and, and we can share it or repost it or actually use it as information on the show. Yep, uh, we, we do love that. We do have uh, definitely some more show to get to, so why don't we um, give your, your daughter a call? Okay, let me, let me give her a ring-a-ling here. A little ring-a-dingy? Ring-a-dingy. Hello. Hi. Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You picked up the phone really fast. That was so quick. I know. It's like it's, I as, was... it's as if I had texted you and told you to be ready or something. Yeah, I was just sitting here on TikTok. Okay. Well, we'll get into that in a second. But uh, hi, I'm Chris. <laughs> this is John. We're from Funny to Informing. And we're here with my daughter, Madison. Uh, we wanted to talk to her because you're here with us for our episode 164. We're doing a 2020 kind of year in review episode. Yeah, well, we were talking about it. I think it was last week uh, how, you know, you uh, weren't able to spend Christmas with your dad and, you know, and you your family wasn't able to really all see each other uh, because you had gotten sick. And I mean, what were you feeling or like, were you feeling like really, really sick? Was it as bad as they people say it is? No, absolutely not. Um for the first couple of days before I even found out that I had it, I was just going through my normal routine and everything. And, um, I felt like I, you know, like with the weather changes and everything, I was convinced that, you know, it was allergies. I had a cold. Um, that's just what it felt like. It was just like a head cold and I wasn't even like super stuffy or like couldn't breathe or anything or, you but, know, my, but you for what, sure tested positive for COVID. Yeah, um, I was sick. Maybe no, John, she wanted a week off work for no reason. No, <laughs> because I had two weeks off work. Well, because I feel like a little while ago I might have had COVID. Because you the did, same, it's the same stuff. No, yeah, know? we'll get into that. Definitely, I don't. I, I, I don't say what you're going to say because I know where you're going to tie this connection, and I want to bring it up. But anyway, uh, yeah, what were you saying, John? I cut you off. You said don't say what I'm about to say. Oh yeah, well, don't finish that thought. <laughs> but, actually, okay. you guys cut me off. Oh, good point. <laughs> we I did. Taught her um, well. She's a smart ass. Continue. <laughs> But no, I like I said, I felt like I had a regular cold. I took my temperature because I was super hot one day and it was only like 99.7. So I was like, oh, this is fine. I can continue doing what I do. This is okay. And then um, I think it was, yeah, I was sat this, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before we went out to dinner with friends. And um, the morning that I woke up the next morning, like I was brushing my teeth and I was like, this doesn't taste right. Like what's going on? And I immediately was just like, oh, fuck, I have COVID and grabbed a bottle of rubbing alcohol and was like sitting in my boyfriend's bathroom, like huffing this bottle of rubbing alcohol and I couldn't smell it. Oh, so you immediately turned to drugs to answer your your pain. Absolutely. Yes. That's what I I did. Didn't have any paint. So you huffed alcohol. Exactly. Yes. Like like father, Um, like daughter. It was like, what's the smelliest thing in this bathroom right now? I was like rubbing alcohol. Like, let's just get it out of the way and I couldn't smell anything and I was like oh fuck um yeah there's there's that's not allergies you know yeah did did you like so after that did you start to feel physically like weaker or anything like that um 
that day, no, in specific, it was probably day four. Um, it wasn't until maybe like day six that I literally slept for like 16 hours. Damn. Holy shit. Um, I, uh, and that's different it, from a normal day, how? I think the cops are coming for yeah. you, Maddie. <laughs> Is that the cops yeah, coming for I, you? I, I live near the, the fire station in Ormond, so it's it's constant oh, like this. Gotcha. And I have your own speakers so that I can make sure that I can hear oh, everything. Oh, we thought you were in Nashville. Anyway. Um, so, so you haven't so been going to it's, work? It's, it's funny. Hang on. It's funny that you bring up not being able to taste or smell because I could tell that's where John was going. I wanted to cut him off because you guys have that in common. John thinks he got that or got it maybe five or six months ago over the summer. Well, I still can't smell. He got sick and he... He didn't get oh COVID tested because he just thought it was a regular cold. He kept going on with his life. He just felt like he had a bad cold. He was just like suffering through work every day. And he has not been able to taste or smell since that's the middle so of the scary, year. I, I think that's where I fucked up because have you been going to work, you know, since testing positive? Well, no, right? You no, can't go to once work I tested positive, test- I called my boss and I was like, hey, um, so like this is for real. I, I can't go back to work for 10 days. And he was straight up just like, no, like, please don't. Yeah. Um, but no, I was definitely at work the four days before that. Um, the last day on the fourth day, I went home early because it was a it was a Friday. Yeah, at a pizza place. So I was literally just like, "Hey, I need to go home. I don't feel good." And then I went home and slept. Yeah, I think that's where I <laughs> fucked up because I kept working through it, and even though I wasn't feeling well, I was just chalking it up to like just a cold or whatever the 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 weather changing, whatever. And uh, and then I, as I was working through it, I started to feel really bad, and I don't know where my permanent loss of smell And I went. was hanging out with you through that time. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? I might have had it and well, moved past it too. I don't remember feeling necessarily sick or anything since really all this started. So do you feel I better? I was also going to say, um, Joey is quarantined with me this entire time and has tested negative all three times that we've all gotten tested. Yeah. Yeah. Her boyfriend. And then so she like, lives with my mom he's too. Been around me. And my mom has been, they've been living in the same house and seeing each other, you know, not a ton, but a little bit. And, you know, my mom's been getting tested throughout. My mom's been negative the whole time as well. It makes so, you question, like, negative too. Orion yeah. was negative as well. It yeah. makes you think, like, is it as contagious? Obviously, you know, they they need to scare us into taking it seriously because once yeah. you get it, it could be pretty bad. But right. is it as contagious as they say? And it, maybe it isn't, but I feel like less them scaring us, more just being over precautious. You know, like when they have originally said fourteen days, people can't go back to work and quarantine. Now they've cut that down to ten. Because my mom yeah, couldn't go back to work either because they live together. So, mm. yeah, so they've definitely kind of stepped back into more realistic their their outlook on how long you need to be down or away from away from other people. So, wait, how did how long did you feel shitty for or how long did it last? Um, Technically 11 days. God damn. Yeah, because as we sit and record, she just we, – yeah, we didn't mention this. She just got a negative test yesterday as we sit and record this, guys. So as you heard this, she's been, you know, negative – you know, getting negative test results for over half a week. Well, now. yeah, and then some – and people were concerned, you know. We had like – Yeah, I had some listeners reaching out, you know, saying, is your daughter okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no. From everything Aww. I hear, she's – you know, it's just like a bad cold and she's just fucked out of work for a little while. And Christmas is shit out of luck for the day of, so. so – Exactly. I didn't see my kid for seven days, too. That's yeah. Sucked. That's that's rough. Is that, the, to, is that the first time you've been away right from? Now. Is that the first time you've yeah, been away from was, your kids? That was the first time I've ever like been away from them like that. Mm. Baby, I, like can't, a I can't play with a tea party right now. Hold on one second. I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he says you're talking about me. Give me in there. Uh, the listeners, if they've been I'll, listening I'll lately, in a second, okay? they, they know they know his voice. He did some. He no got soup a tea set for recently. Christmas. He wanted a tea set. That's good. I'm glad he got it. Yeah, yeah. My mom got him a tea set. So how are you feeling now? Um. Like, I don't know if you can hear it over the phone, but, like, my voice sounds 
nasally inside my head now, but I'm not congested, if that makes sense. I don't you know You sound why. pretty normal from my point of view. You sound pretty normal. I don't know. In my head, I don't sound normal. I don't know what it is. I still can't taste or That's smell. That's the schizophrenia. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did, I did forget my meds this morning. You're right. I knew it. Um, the, the smell is, I'm telling you, pay yeah, attention is to the, the smell. smell and taste. Is it back yet? That's my main question. No, like I can like... The way I describe it is like I can think, like differentiate like spicy food from sweet food from salty food. Right. But I cannot. You can't really taste what it is. It's just not, that it's sweet or s- salty or spicy. Exactly. Like there's no actual flavor to it. Wow, that's sad. Like Vicky was like, "How can you tell that these fries are salty?" I'm like, "I can, you know, I can taste salt." It's burning but... my tongue. <laughs> it's stinging. It's stinging bad. <laughs> I mean, because it definitely sucks. Because I'm right there with you. You know, I'm kind of sharing those same. John feelings. can literally only smell super strong incense that we burn in our bu- at our buddy Rocky's house. Every time we go over there, Rocky's got it burning like he's a fucking hippie. And John's like, "Oh, oh, that's so strong." And we didn't realize till like the third time he said it, we we're like, "Holy shit! Did you say you could smell that?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, I can." And we're like, holy I shit, smell this. And he couldn't, yeah, it was like, it's like super strong Nog Chompa or something. And Rocky burns like two at a time, r- literally on the table right in front of where we sit to record. And it's fucking strong as shit. Like I'm, my eyes are watering and John's like, oh, I, can, I can smell that a little bit. Yeah, barely. But he can <laughs> only, he can only smell it burning. He can't smell it when it's just sitting there as a stick. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. yeah. Um, have you seen like the, there's like a, a Haitian remedy that's going around right now where you burn an orange? No. No, yeah, I thought that so was an anti Trump thing. Of, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it, it could very well be. Yeah, we'll, we'll use it as that aspect, too. Okay. But, um, like, you just take, like, an open flame, like, on the stove. Like, if you have a gas stove, I'm probably going to get a torch or something because we don't have a gas stove. And you just burn it until it's completely, like, charred and black. And then you take out the insides and put brown sugar with it and, like, mix it all together. And apparently it's helped a lot of people and their taste has come back. Fuck yeah. And it's a delicious dessert. I don't know. I don't really like oranges. I'm kind of nervous. Orange about and brown sugar sounds good. The informing part of this show. There you go. I There's like your that. informing this week, guys. But and Maddie, thank you for giving us a couple <laughs> minutes. I know you got to get back to the crazy, my crazy grandson, and play tea party with him. But since it is Absolutely. our like our year end wrap up, um, you know, what are your thoughts on this year overall? Obviously, shitty is a, is a, a, probably yeah. a first adjective. But above and beyond that, what are your thoughts on this year? What did you think of 2020? Um. I got a lot more quality time this year, you know, with having the, I did take off work, um, like earlier on when the whole thing started. So I did get extra time with Orion and, um, or as John pronounces it, what's my grandson's name, John? Orion. No, everyone says that. (laughs) Why do people say that? I went to the doctor one time and they wrote his name as onion. Oh, get the fuck out. That's just disrespectful. And they called out onion and I was sitting there and I was looking around and I was like, is that my kid? It's fine. That receptionist just came from Starbucks. They just got fired at Starbucks, transferred over, and she's bad at her job. You got to name your next baby garlic. Oh, my God. That was the worst one. Hey, I I, I am glad that uh, you're starting to feel a little bit better. Pay attention to your sense of smell, though, um, and then just try to get, like, I don't know when the last time you used to have seen each other. Uh, it's fa- been uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing our Christmas as we record, probably like next week, next weekend. Yeah, Maddie, we'll talk off 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 the show, but uh, you need to make sure you have a rye on the weekend of the ninth. Yeah, she she Vicky already talked to me cool, about it. Cool. I'm gonna we'll hammer it out. Figure that out. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Anywho. I'm glad uh, to hear that things are are looking a little bit more up. And I mean, that's actually a pretty positive outlook on 2022. Maddie, like, you oh. got any resolutions for 2021? Do you do resolutions? I normally don't. Um. I don't know. I kind of want to like work out or something, but I probably won't have the 
time or energy to do that. So oh, I'm, just, she's I'm my already. Kid. I've resolved to do that all the time. Yep, I'll probably. I, I want to work out. I want to. I do, I guess. Yeah, just the way, just, just the way you said it. Off. I know it's not happening. <laughs> I know, right? I love it. I'll work she's out already, or something. Her, I don't her know. resolution is resigning herself to quitting. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know. To never starting. It's procrastinating like I have every year before this. Well, not even to say that you have to start the resolution at the new year. You can go six months in and then start it. Yeah. Why do today where you yeah. can put off till July? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm already procrastinating on July. We're talking like mid-August maybe. Sweet. Cool. Sweet. I maybe. love it. Hey, Maddie, thank you so much for coming on and give us an update. I haven't talked to anybody that's actually came down with COVID. Yeah, we figured the listeners might be interested to hear first-hand account and also maybe yeah. hear a little bit from you since, you know, a couple people were concerned, so... Yeah, now that I think of it, I don't really know anyone who's had it either, except for myself now. Cool. So. Well, yeah. Uh, you can go sell those antibodies for extra money. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, I'll give you the scoop on that later. I love you, and I'll see Bye. you soon. All right. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Kiss Bye. Orion for me. Will do. Bye. I was like, do I, do I say love you? And that was love like, you. You could. Doesn't matter. <laughs> fucking, you know. That's but, awesome. Uh, no. I was uh, good to get an update, you know, and to find out that things are actually doing better or looking better. Yeah, um, yeah. So as we sit and record, I got word yesterday that she had gone and taken a follow another yet another follow up test. They found a free place over there near them with a rapid test and uh, comes back in like an hour or two. Yeah, because so. we, well, we obviously weren't going to call her if she was in bed sick as shit, you know. Well, suck it up. I talked on. to her a few times and she was just like really tired. Yeah. Um. Is she? Oh, she's calling back. She's calling back. Fuck it. Let's let's see. Let's see, let's if, see this is, this if this is, is podcast worthy. Thank you for calling Funny to Informing. You're on the air. Oh, God. Um, Orion wants to say hi. Oh, cool. Hey. Hello. Hello. Orion. What? Hey, buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> what? What are you doing? Uh, Do you know who this is? What? what? It's Pop Pop. Pop Pop. Yeah. It's real play with my tea set. Yep. When I come see you next week, we're going to play with your tea set for Christmas, and I'm going to give you my presents too, okay? That sounds like fun. What? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Can you say no soup for you? No soup for you. <laughs> <laughs> love it. You reprised your role. I love you, Orion. You're the best. Oh, perfect. All right. All right. Tell him you love him. I love you. I love you too, Orion. I love you too, buddy. I'll see you next week. Thank you. Okay, buddy. Love you. Bye. Bye. Wow. That was so worth it. There. Awesome. <laughs> you see how good he is with that no soup for you? Yeah. If we could only get him to read other lines, it's good. That's fine. As he gets older, he'll just be better oh, and better at that. That's great. Okay. But yeah, I'm glad we could check in with her on that. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, like we told her, we figured the listeners might be a little interested. In yeah. That. And so I wanted, if you're not, fuck you. That's my kid. I wanted to hear exactly, like, in like with a little bit of detail, like physically how she was feeling and mentally. Right. And, when, you know, when uh, obviously that stuff starts to decline a little bit when you go through COVID. But. And bear in mind, she's pretty young, too. She's 23. So, yeah. You know, if you're 40 or 60 or you know what I mean, or it's you're different. in bad health already, you're probably, you know, your your symptoms might be a lot worse. Yeah. So why don't we go uh, from one thing into another? We'll go from physical illness to mental illness. <laughs> what you got, Tuds? <laughs> yeah. Let's turn it over to him for his 10 minutes. Last one of the year. Total thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of Funny to Informing, its hosts, guests, sponsors, or affiliates. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's 10, 10 minutes with Tuddle. Welcome to another edition of Tuttle's 10. Thanks to the guys from Funny to Informing, John and Chris. My God, I got to tell you guys, 
meeting John and Chris from Funny to Informing has been one of the best things that has happened to me this year. Uh, being able to work with them, uh, I'm very fortunate to be working alongside other podcasts like Tom and Dan, and then Funny to Informing. These guys, they are big. Both shows are big. Yeah, Tom and Dan are bigger, but Funny to Informing, they got a name. And they asked me to do a year-end wrap-up. So, I want to start off with talking about Australia. You remember everybody at the beginning of the year, even though it seemed so long ago, the wildfires. The wildfires in Australia. And I'll get to why it's a little weird what's going on, but everybody. And when you get cute animals involved, everybody pays attention to tragedy. Uh, the Exxon Valdez oil spill up in Alaska, uh, the Gulf, uh, the Gulf of Mexico oil spill, and then you had the wildfires, and everybody started paying attention. Everybody started paying attention when kangaroos, koalas, the uh, the wombats—they all came out. Their paws were were burned. They were singed. Everybody was like, "Oh, we got to help Australia." Hey, guys. Um, America's over here like, oh, hey, I know it's like nine months later, but are you guys going to help us out with the wildfires we had in California? No. Now, I mean, other countries might have helped, but I, di I didn't see that on the media. Why is it that America is always helping out every other country? But when we got our hands open, everybody's like, ah, get out of here, bum. We are the bums of the world here in America. I don't know if that's true necessarily. Wow, Tuttle coming in hot. Hold on just a second. Hot take Tuttle. I that, feel, damn it, I feel like I've missed a golden opportunity on titling this. Yeah. <laughs> Tuttle's 10, hot take Tuttle. When, when usually big catastrophic stuff like that happens, the world does tend to come together and, you know, for the greater good. And look out for each other. Yeah. And America as a whole does normally go above and beyond because we have more than most every other country in the world. So it only makes sense. Exactly. It's but not, I like that he's like a, a, a likening us to the bum from uh, from Scary Movie where she, he's like, hey, give me a dollar. And she's yeah. like, oh, are you hungry? Here's a sandwich. <laughs> and she turns around and walks off and he Dude. wings it at her fucking head and goes, I said a dollar, bitch. If this is the way Tuttle's <laughs> ten is going to be going, I'm, I'm grabbing the scotch right now. You grabbing the scotch? We'll, uh, we'll let him continue. It certainly is a good conversation. <laughs> we'll see where this goes. And then moving on, I know this is going to get a lot of heat. But Kobe Bryant died. It was sad. It was tragic. His uh, younger daughter perished along with other people in that helicopter crash. But guess what? You pitch yourself in those situations, you got what you were asking for. You were just a rich, elitist athlete that was entitled and couldn't be bothered by sitting in traffic. So I got to take a helicopter. I'm Kobe Bryant. I got to take a helicopter every single place I go. And even if it's on a foggy day, yes, come on, let's go. Let's go. I'm so important. Uh, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. I'm telling you what right now, I'll never be a father. Never will be. So maybe, maybe I have no uh, reason for making this comment, but I'm not going to continuously pit my daughter in a goddamn helicopter just because I don't want to sit in traffic. And then everybody was making a big deal about the stock market crashing at the beginning of COVID-19, the pandemic going on. And 
I don't understand why people get so upset when it comes to the stock market. Do you know how, how low a percentage? It's the elite. It's the one percenters that have most of their money in the stock market. Yeah, I mean, every uh, average Joe, yeah, they, they have their money there. But for the most part, the stock market does not correlate on how well the country is going because a lot of the people in America, I would say most of the people in America have never, ever put any of their money in the stock market. It's just, it's not happening. Then moving on to COVID-19. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought that a global health uh, tragedy would, would become political? But guess what? That is what the politicians do to us. The politicians divide and conquer because they know if we stick together, guess what? We can vote their asses out. We can protest. We can make changes. But no, it got made into a political statement. You're not wearing a mask. Oh, you're wearing a mask. You're a goddamn pussy. Oh, you're not wearing a mask. You don't care about fellow Americans. Why can't we just do what's best for the country? During World War II, we were just in the Great Depression. You know what we did? Did we complain? Did we bitch? No. You know what everybody did? They pick up their hard hats, their hammers, their tools, and they went to work. Everybody was paying attention to the war effort during World War II. Do you look? We're not even doing that. We're not asking people to bend over backwards. We're just asking them to wear a goddamn piece of cloth. And we won't even do that. That is how selfish we have all become as Americans. Glug, glug, glug. I knew I was going to need this scotch for this, man. Well, if we're selfish bums, let's start drinking now. Yeah. Right, right. Too late. Already been, already have been. It's the last show of the year. So, <sighs> Well, Tuttle is, again, coming in hot with some opinions. Continuously shitting on us Americans. I, okay, as much as he's being controversial a little bit here, as Tuds is known to do, I don't wholly disagree with him. Like, the whole fact that it's a political thing, like, the fact, like, okay, I, you know, agree to wear a mask, don't agree to wear a mask, whatever. It's, it's again, like, in the beginning, I will say this. I wasn't, like, an anti-masker, but I was definitely one that was, like, I just was a little flippant about it. Not flippant, but I was just like, I don't really need a mask, do I? And I didn't get a mask, right? So I'd be, or I would have it and I would forget it all the time. Well, we were all like ignorant about what was was really happening. I was actually, that was, that's a better way to put it. Exactly right. I was ignorant a little more to it. And I would, I would remember walking through like a Walgreens or a gas station at the time. And like people, this was when like, you know, it became kind of the social norm to wear a mask. You know, the new normal everybody mentions. It is a new normal. They're not fucking wrong. Um, It's ironic and it's a meme and a joke, but it's also true. But uh, and I just remember out of shame, I would be like, oh, I am fucking wearing a mask next time I come anywhere because yeah. I don't want to be that one asshole. You know what I mean? Like and, and there was that whole thing over the summer where people, the publics and, and gas or not grocery stores and gas stations were doing the one way aisles and people were breaking that too. people just like can't follow social norms. And find anything we're to argue or, about. And it is, a, it is. He's right. It is selfish. Yes. And we will find things to argue about and only look out for ourselves. And instead of looking looking out for the greater good and feeling the way, you know, that, that, that I feel that I feel is the right way to feel. And that, uh, you know, the, the many the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Always. They always will. And to include myself. And you know what I mean? But like, I, yeah, he's he's not he's not wrong. It well, is a yeah. selfishness. I don't know if we are you the say, bombs of the world. You but, say something simple like wear a mask and people are acting like you're taking away 
their arms and legs. Well, and the fact that people immediately ran one way or another to a political poll with that was fucking ridiculous as well. Like the whole wear a mask. Oh, I vote for Trump. I don't yeah. wear no mask or fuck you, Biden supporter. Like, dude, I said wear a mask. It had nothing to do with voting. Like, breathe for a second, right? man. Yeah. Like, I oh can't with a mask on. You're getting so upset so fast. I can't with a mask on. <laughs> and again, <laughs> like, it, you know, it, it, it is kind of Americans and their whole liberties being taken and stepped on and all this shit. People freak out about that shit. And it's like, it's not that it, it's not being taken from you if you're agreeing to do it because you understand that it's for the greater good. Yeah. Right? It's not taken from you. It's just an, an adjustment to your life. Yep. That's absolutely right. I agree wholeheartedly. Thanks, um, man. Let's, let's, Coleman's get, 10. Premiering next year. Let's let uh, Tuttle continue reviewing the year and keep that bottle close. It's right here. And uh, we're going to kick it back to him. And don't even get me started on that little murder hornet type thing. That that was just a little smoke and mirrors, people. Have you heard really anything more about the murder hornets? There's got to be like some publicist that's working at the White House and like, all right, what can we do? We we gotta we gotta draw attention away from the crowd. Murder hornets, murder hornets. Everybody like that was the biggest overhyped story of the year. What happened to the murder hornets? I thought the murder hornets were supposed to kill all the bees, and then we were gonna have bees, and then our crops weren't gonna get pollinated, and we were all gonna starve like it was back in the day during the Great Dust Bowl pandemic. And hey, let's talk about sports. All the dudes, all the bros out there, all the lads, uh, sports. How many of those guys that have been waiting all their lives to win a championship and they win it during the pandemic year? Uh, they're always going to have a little asterisk right next to their name or team name. Because look, I mean, look at the NBA bubble. NBA bubble had to have been the most successful sporting uh, endeavor this year. I mean, those guys, I don't think they had one single positive case of COVID-19 during the NBA bubble. Now, MLS, I don't know how much shorter their season was cut back. They had that uh, MLS's back tournament that they had, or the Orlando City soccer team making it to the finals, MLS or Orlando City making it to the first or to the playoffs for the first time. It was a very, very successful year when it came to Orlando City soccer. Now, the Magic, eh, not so much. Made the playoffs, didn't do so well. But hey, they are 3-0 and right now, and that's all we can ask for. Now, look at college football. College football is going to be the one that's going to have the biggest asterisks to it. We got teams like Ohio State. Ohio State made the college football playoffs only at 6-0. and Yes, they did not lose a game. They didn't lose a game. Then you got teams like Notre Dame, Clemson. All right, good for you, buddy. You earned it. Alabama definitely earned it. But they interviewed Nick Saban. Nick Saban, in his opinion, the guy is amazing, and he knows what he's talking about. He said that he would rather, or he thought that a or a three-loss Florida team deserved to be over Ohio State. So what I'm trying to say is college football is going to be affected more than any of them because whoever wins the national championship is not even, I think they're going to be maybe two or three games short of last year's undefeated LSU Tigers football team. 
I just wanted to touch a little bit on, since he brought up sports as a whole, and he kind of started it off, but I didn't want to interrupt his run there in the very beginning of this little yeah, bit Yeah, let, let him complete the, the yeah, thought. Yeah, let him complete his thought a little bit. Yeah, uh, his, his hateful fucking rant, <laughs> <laughs> but it, which it wasn't in that case. But I just, uh, yeah, he brought up, you know, this Orlando City. That's something we like to report on here a lot. I go to as many games as I can. And uh, he mentioned, you know, both of them making it to the finals of that uh, the cup that we had early on. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the season, kind of when the season was uh, on high. They did like a little cup, which was in a bubble here in Orlando as well. That worked out very well for them as well. He mentioned the NBA bubble. It worked out just as well here in Orlando for the MLS bubble. And uh, and I, it was a very good year. I, I just wanted to kind of second everything he was saying there. It was it's probably the most successful year for Orlando soccer since they became a major league soccer club. Yeah, that was in the first six years. It now. was huge for the city to, yeah, and to we, get that. And we reported on it on our show that we unfortunately lost. Oh, one of them. Uh, one, for, <laughs> one, of the, one of the two. Uh, but, yeah, which one? We yeah, don't know. Uh, like, you know, it was the one that we did over at uh, the commission with our boys from Cabos. That was uh, that that was the Monday following their uh, their amazing playoff match here at home. Their first ever playoff match. Their first ever at home playoff match. And it was just filled with drama and one of the craziest endings to any soccer match probably ever, yeah. especially in MLS history, but probably, you know, anywhere ever just because of you know, being issued a red card and having to bring in a defender to play goalie and he did it and now they've made slogans and that guy's, that, that guy's, dude, they put him in the, in the Orlando uh, role as uh, as a goalkeeper, like a defender slash goalkeeper. Even though like he'll never play officially, but because he got out there and saved that one that one shot, he is like forever in Orlando's roles as a backup backup goalkeeper. Yeah, that was, was incredible. It's amazing. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Was, they, uh, they were supposed to lose that game, especially when you're playing a man down the whole time or Two most of the time. Two down at the end there. Yeah. 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 It's uh, man, no. that was a hell of a run. But yeah. yeah, sports were weird this year. All right. Well, let's let uh, Tuttle finish up here, and then we'll come back in before going to break. So, in closing, all of you people, I was like, oh, I can't wait for 2020 to be over with. Um, are you guys that dense? Are you that goddamn stupid that you think, oh, hey, guess what? Uh, things are going to get mysteriously better December 31st, 2020 at midnight. No, 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 no. It's, it's just not going to happen. Prepare yourself. I'm not trying to be a pessimistic type person or a Debbie Downer, but just do not think that, oh, mysteriously, things from 2020 can't roll into 2021 because they are. It's going to happen. What if this just isn't a bad year and just a b- the beginning of a horrible, fucked up decade? Yeah, just saying, guys. Hope you enjoyed this Tuttle's 10. Check out my podcast, the Tuttle Daily Podcast. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio app, as well as 315live.com. John, Chris, love you guys. Appreciate everything you've done for me, and uh, we're going to hang out soon. Thank you so much, Tuttle. Again, uh, the last one for the year. We appreciate you just as much. Um, we are going to get together soon, hopefully at the beginning of next year, sit down with him. Early on. We've already got it. We've got it in the books. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean... and. It was a little crazy, and I didn't. I should have expected nothing else. Um, but yeah, we got. I like our, it that he touched as many topics as he did. Yeah, he was all over the place, and he, he shit on America. It, so <laughs> right, we're terrible. We're all terrible. Uh, and then, wise man said, "America's a whore." And then he's saying, "There's nothing to look forward to, you guys." 
we're going into next year and it's going to be the same shit. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, again, I see both sides of that coin there because uh, it is. It's not like it's a reset button. January 1st, we're going to wake up and be like, okay, we're good. COVID's done and we can all, you know, fucking not wear masks and, uh, you know, whatever. And all that shit's gone and we just start fresh. But it is like a, you know, a new chapter, so to speak. And it's a, it's a, it, it's, it is a refresh point. Not that things are going to change, but it's an optimism reset, perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps, yeah. Right? Uh, cheers to Tuttle. Thank you so much, man. Well, and we're actually going to talk about some of the stuff to kind of close the book on 2020. Yeah, some of the stuff and Tuttle's talked about is stuff we've already kind of brought up in the first little segment, as well as uh, we're, we'll definitely get back into it as well on the on the second half, as we're not really going to do, we kind of explained already, we're not doing Did You Hear's, the whole show's a Did You Hear. Yeah. Did You Hear 2020? Pretty Was fucking much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, we have a bunch of lists and stuff uh, as we look back on the year, some stuff from here So many stories, just we're not calling them Did You Hear. Yeah, yeah. So let's take a little bit of a break. Uh, uh, this is episode 164 of Funny Two Informing, and we're going to send you to um, what we thought was a little fun parody. Of, it's like We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel, but it's kind of, they're calling it the 2020 song, A Year in Review. I love it. And I mean, it covers anything we don't talk about. It covers, right? yeah, everything we didn't talk about and some things we did. Yeah, uh, so yeah, we'll be right back. Episode 164, Funny Two Informing.
Welcome back. Welcome back. Sorry, I thought I'd ease you guys back in. With a welcome I back. had some welcome back, Cotter, in my head. Smooth jazz, welcome man. Back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Welcome back. This welcome back. Welcome back. I've had too many drinks. I'm singing. Yeah. Oh, my God. We did a few shots during the break. So, yeah, Smokiest sorry. Smokiest fucking scotch ever. Smoke yeah. scotch. If I'm going to die in the forest at night, <laughs> tonight, yep. I'm going to be tonight. I'm going to be drunk. I'm going to do it loose. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Uh, this is episode 164 of for me. I'm John, that's Chris Pizza Pizerberg Coleman. That's me, you're you, we're us. Yeah, we got a, a few like categorical things to to get to. It's, is that the word I'm looking for? That I think so. It's like, I, it's categorical. I had to do is that I had a thing people say. I, I had to know. break it down in syllables just <laughs> to get there. Cat- uh, Gorrickle. That's a lot of syllables. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. What did we just hear on the break, John? Uh, oh, it was a little parody, uh, like Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire," but yeah. it was uh, you know 2020 events. I love it. I loved all. Yeah, I hadn't heard that earlier this year, and we found that just some random bullshit on YouTube. Yeah, was like, that's a good. That's a good break song. It's a nice, fun little thing. Um, yeah, like no like big name artist or anything like that. This was a fun little day. Um okay, and I know we had wanted to do some uh well, both which by the way, thank you to Maddie and thank you Tuttle. Yes. Of course. Thank you for talking to us Maddie. That was cool and uh awesome to get uh, a little bit of uh some live no soup for you in there guys. <laughs> if you anybody heard in the last <laughs> couple of weeks, we had that little bonus clip I had recorded back on Thanksgiving with just hanging with my grandson. I don't know. I'm always I always have Seinfeld shit in my head and I wanted to get some funny clips and I was like, I want to hear him say, "Well, we were playing that's what it was. We were playing Diner." And he was trying to sell me. He was like, you want to buy some ice cream? And I was like, no, I want to buy soup. And I was trying to like lead him down the path to tell me no soup naturally. But he wouldn't say it. He was just like, no, we don't have soup. And I was like, say, so there's no soup for me? And he was like, no soup. And I was like, say no soup for you. And that's when I hit record. And he was like, no soup for you. So we dropped that in a couple weeks ago. So he, I thought that was super cute. And then so my, as you just heard, my daughter gave us a call back because he wanted to talk so to us. So he plays diner. That's why he wants the tea set. Uh, yes, yeah. Well, Most I guess likely. he just said he saw. Yeah, he saw a tea thing. Somebody was playing tea, like pl- like it was some girls or something, and they were playing, you know, like tea party. And he was like, he looked at his mom and was like, "Mama, I want to play tea party." And she was like, "Oh, that's so cute." And she told you know her mom, and her mom got him a tea set. Hell yeah! What? Okay. Uh, and uh, we have bold print only. Yeah, we did right? want to throw in a quick some. bold print only because yeah. yeah, I couldn't get all of this on the front front half because it was more kind of we were just kind of rambling on personal stuff and then kind of branched off from there. But some of these were just headlines I wanted to run through, so we. I was like, let's just slam together a quick bold print only year end edition. Let let's slam these. Cheers one more time again. Nope. Wait, 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 wait. That was bad. Take two. Yeah. Yeah. When you said slam, I was like, let's slam these beers. Well, uh, but yeah, let's get through some of the uh, the bold print or the top of bold print only. Here we go. First one, I feel I felt like this. A couple of these were kind of themed, and I wanted to stick with it. While, while I just talked about uh, old little pump getting dumped from uh, JetBlue, um, little I, pump dump, little pump dump from the flight. Uh, there's some more airline stories I wanted to, to run down quickly. Uh, man punches fellow passenger at Florida airport over canceled flight. Racist remarks. Of course there were. This was, this is some of these are just going back throughout the last few weeks or whatever. This one, though, uh, was breaking. I got this earlier today. I was wondering what the airport was. I just wanted to get, uh, I was, uh, authorities arrested 20-year-old Efren Dawson at the St. Pete Clearwater International Airport the day after Christmas after he allegedly punched the other traveler in the face. Good God. See, and he was on Allegiant Air. What and it, I don't know, it, uh, there's no reports if he had a mask on or not or if Little Pump was in the area. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, we got to look into that a little bit. Yeah, keep researching. That, what but, it is with these airlines is like the airport is probably one of the highest stress places you could possibly be. Everybody's irritated at the fucking airport. They're irritated. They hate the situation as well as they're kind of on high alert. Not like we were 10 years ago, so to speak. I mean, is, is there another ago. place you can think of that like there's such a dense population of people that are like 
that kind of on edge. I, I can't think of another place. Like, the airport would be the worst, honestly. Yeah, I, think I don't think that there's because of how air travel has been affected. Yeah, you're right. Since 2001, it has been one of the most stressful places. Like I know for myself personally, when I when I travel through an airport now, I plan and plan ahead. Like I make sure my bags packed accordingly, so I don't have to fucking deal with that. I wear my easy slip on slip off shoes, and I wear like fucking athletic shorts or pants or what or sweatpants where I don't have a fucking belt to even deal with. Like yeah, because I know it's stressful and it's like going the right place. Like it's a lot of stress. At, at air travel is a stressful fucking event. You bring really a snuggie is. if you have one. Oh, I travel. Only in a snuggie. Yeah. Well, you're going to see my dick print through that machine. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I saw yeah. that guy's dick before we fucking did this show. <laughs> oh, that little, how'd you see it? It was so small. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, another quick airline story. This one was from uh, about a week ago. Let's see. About a week ago. Uh, so, okay, this was a big one. On United Airlines, uh, there was a, a, a video of a United passenger receiving CPR. Right there on the plane, it was like a very harrowing experience. You, without even seeing the video, just in the stills, you can see the guy squatting down in the aisle, giving this guy CPR. So they're in the air. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not sure if they were in the air, if this was parked. Um, but apparently, long story short about this, this was a big deal because the gentleman uh, died of COVID. He was a COVID-related death on the airport. He was having breathing complications, and he died over this shit. Oh, and then the big and question is, how did to, he get through? Again, I wanted to talk about this last week, because I got this right before our Christmas episode, but I was like, eh, kind of bringing things down. Um, so we'll just, you know, plus we were kind of drunk and stuff, so I was like, let's just get to this later. We'll throw it in a bold print only. Fuck but it, I'm drunk now. The big story here was uh, this United Flight 591 was up in the air and on its way to L.A. from Orlando. No. So this is a local tie as well. Damn it, so, man. Um, so that, Florida can't do nothing right. So the reason I wanted to bring that up is because then today I got a follow-up to that that says uh, United Airlines passenger who gave COVID man CPR finally notified 10 days after exposure that he was potentially uh, exposed to COVID. Which we all know now because it's a news story and the guy died of COVID. Well, there's, but yeah. Nobody officially told this fucking guy. You know what I mean? Nobody reached out to this guy at any point in time until 10 days later to say, oh, that guy who died that you had your hands all over. And maybe, I don't know if he gave mouth to mouth or not. I don't think people really do that anymore. But uh, yeah, he, he, he had COVID. He was just warned uh, 10 days after. So there's definitely still holes in the uh, procedures that, you know, go on, on in, in, in state, in individual states and stuff like that. Because I feel like airlines internationally, like international, like other countries in general, don't have the type of issues that we have with COVID. I don't know why we're struggling so much to fight this thing when other countries can kind of just like like responsibly shut down keep distances from each other right you know have the businesses kind well, of be put on hold for kinda, just a little bit it kind of uh, goes back to what Tuttle was bringing up you know not to call us selfish bums or whatever but we, and we talked about it there on the segment but it kind of is a little bit of selfishness American over liberty selfishness well it comes and with not yeah, being it, able to just sacrifice themselves for the greater good even if it's for you know in which case would shorten things you know if everybody would just sh- fucking tighten down and do it I think this might have already been, you know, under control a lot more. Yeah, that the, like that over liberty thing that you just mentioned is like the perfect way to describe it because we, you know, are over liberalization. We're, we're the one country, you know, if or that has freedom of speech. So right. we feel like, you know, especially the people that argue this are arguing freedom of speech. 
I have freedom to do whatever I want. I'm in the United States of America. Right. And then they take that America. and be as much of an asshole as they want to be because they have freedom of speech. It's, they, they, it's, it's, yeah, it's, ta- it's the whole give an inch, take a mile. Yeah, and you That's, find out real quick, you say the N-word enough, you get a twisted T in your face. <laughs> don't, yeah, just don't do that. Just, <laughs> lucky that guy at the airport with, with the old, that it went the other way, though. He punched the guy in the face, then called him a racist slur after. So it went the other way. Yeah. If that idiot in the store had done it the other way, he might not have gotten a twisted T in the face. See, freedom of speech is freedom of reaction, too. Another another good headline that I saw that was very 2020 encapsulated in one headline. It's all things terrible. A rural county battling COVID-19 faces a difficult obstacle. The local Walmart. Oh, <laughs> Just boy. because it's uh, the story <laughs> goes on to talk about just how it's uh, it's just, you know, it, COVID's a terrible thing. And in this small rural community, it's apparently run rampant. And uh, the Walmart is the super spreader event place that it's happening at. Of course. Yeah. People can't just stay away. Oh, and then and then there's the 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 touching of the items, looking to see if you want it, you don't want it, so yeah. you're putting it back. Yeah, you're sneezing, or you're you know you're you think nobody notices or nobody sees. Sometimes people don't see, and then when nobody's looking is when humans are the fucking worst, man. So people are walking down an aisle by themselves. They be doing some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah, I see those stories all the time. People like taking a shit in a grocery store aisle. Oh, oh even like pre-COVID, God. but at, but during COVID, that's the worst time to shit in a grocery store, folks. And then you know you're definitely from Florida. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was if a you Florida do that. Story. <laughs> uh, another one that I thought was super 2020 wrapped into one that you know people need to look out for: super gonorrhea cases rise due to COVID overuse of antibiotic. What's super gonorrhea compared to Have gonorrhea? Have you not heard of super? I heard about this a couple years ago. So it was a like, headline. I so don't know what the difference is. Well, they only came out recently like pre-diabetes and diabetes. Ah, so, yes. So there's gonorrhea and super gonorrhea? Well, yeah, it's just a, a much stronger strain that's resistant to antibi- antibiotics. Like oh, Before okay. gonorrhea was kind of a thing, I guess. I've never had any of these, knock on wood. Um, but um, apparently gonorrhea was, I think, one of the easier treatable ones. You just took, you know, some uh, fucking, you took some antibiotics, some strong antibiotics and you know, washed your dick or vagina, and you know, just then took care of yourself from then on. But and it pretty much, I think, it wasn't an issue. But the gonorrhea, like a lot of other things, then mutated and has become a bigger issue and is now kind of resilient. So they're calling it super gonorrhea. Yeah, it was like I guess the only ways you could really go with that is either naming it super or doing it like 2.0. The world like gonorrhea 2.0. The World Health Organization says it is a quote mutant more powerful strain of the burning STD spreading worldwide partly because of the pandemic which has gotten more people on drugs and antibiotics plus limited their access to healthcare. So yeah. that answers why. Uh, another qu- quick it. couple of headlines I wanted to throw in that I thought were funny. Uh, this one is hilarious. Donald Trump says elitist snobs in fashion biz denied Melania magazine covers over his 4 years as president. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise she would. Uh, there's a great quote. In Unbelievable. Here. Uh, Unbelievable. Let's see. The latest being and latest grievances is his anger that Melania has not graced a single magazine cover in the four years he's been president and thinks he knows why. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. He tweeted his outrage that, as he called her, quote, the most elegant first lady has been blackballed from the mag covers by, quote, elite snobs. And without directly saying it, it seems he might be zeroing in on a specific. I'm not sure. Some, I guess, Bob. Uh, Probably I, I a publisher like he, from I Vogue. feel like he takes things so personally. Like uh, everything does. is He's personal. He's man in history. Why does it like? Why can't he just get to the facts or stick to what's like being presented? Or if it if it 
if that if you if she wasn't on the cover, who cares? I mean, I don't know why you're stressing it so much. Uh, before I get to a little bit of a, a lighthearted one, we I, this cannot be not not uh, reported on. John and I talked about this when it was reported uh, about a week ago. Now, little yeah, a little after, a little over a week ago, a couple days before Christmas. About a week ago. About a week ago. But uh, uh, a, a Southern California man. Uh, this video kind of went. It went not as it went viral, but not as viral as I expected and kind of oh, wanted it to. Man, but a uh, man named uh, I know what you're going. Uh, yeah, because we going. talked about it. Ernie Serrano, 33 year old man, died in police custody. Um, and I wouldn't just say in police custody. The video shows him in a grocery store at the checkout, uh, just being beaten by the by three or four police officers from I forget where they are in Southern California. But uh, oh, well, yeah, SoCal's. I mean, that's Riverside line. County, Riverside County. Yeah, and uh, they they beat him with a bunch of batons, pinned pinned him down for a long time, and then it, I'll just suffice it to say, there at the end of the video, they go to pick him up after literally they're laying on him with their knees in his back and after beating him he's they, bleeding they put a net over his head they put head. a bag over his head and shit because he's bleeding because of the, the the wounds sustained from them they put a bag over his head to keep him you know from bleeding on them or whatever and they've, they they lean on him some more they've got this 200 plus pound officer just leaned his weight on this guy's back and neck and uh, by the end of it they go to pick him up and finally get him out of the store 10 minutes into this ordeal and, and you hear somebody say he's not breathing and they set him down on the ground immediately handcuffed hands tied behind his back and had to start admitting Administering CPR to try to save the man's life that they just showed up to arrest and beat the shit out of. Yeah, it's a it's about a four and a half to five minute video. I already put it up in the group page. Oh, did you the, share it? The funny informative. So it's, I'm glad uh, I brought it up. So that's what that was in relation. If to. If you haven't seen it and you are curious to, it is graphic, man. It's go set. to yeah, go to the group page and then just go back about a week uh, about a week ago about a week ago and then and then you'll see that video. It's, it was actually it's December twenty seconds. Real real graphic. But yeah, so now I guess. Um, uh, the family was uh, definitely trying to sue over that, obviously. Of course. Day. And let's hope more things come of this. But it is it is graphic. One thing I found so weird about the whole video is that one of the most striking things of it, aside from the obviously watching a man get beaten to death and die, which is fucking terrible, and I didn't think we'd have to watch that again after George Floyd earlier this year, which is one reason I wanted to bring this up. Um, but you this would was, think, You would think police would be a little more conscientious or a little careful. Right, they could have handled that in so many different ways. He was at one point, and at no point was he tased, nor was he really ever fighting back. He was just standing there. I think maybe he wasn't listening or doing what they were commanding him to do, but he was just standing there. He wasn't being combative. Anyway, um, I They, they I were the only I, ones that looked... Uh, like anxiety wise yeah very very tense Yeah, he was very calm right? very tense I just, they were one of the most striking things I, I thought of the video was uh in the beginning the for the first 95 percent of the video uh, you see his face and then you know when he dies because when they pick him up and put him on the floor from that point on his face is blurred yeah and i'm like w we just saw this guy for four minutes why can we not see him for the last 30 seconds and then he goes gimp. it's because he's fucking dead and it's like they're blurring the face of the dead even though they just showed the beaten bloodied face of the man they beaten and bloodied i don't yeah, know it's it's a, that's a it's tough a sad video to watch thing, bro. yeah it um, really is and, you know and i really thought that i might have seen a lot more of the you know black lives matter things come out or brown lives matter in this case because it was a hispanic male but it well, i like, haven't seen it yet minorities yeah in, exactly in the country just minorities being oppressed by police hell anyone you know that's that's un, you know undo being being Overly processed I by the police. Well, and thinking about it, like, we're, in speaking of, like, airports being probably, like, one of the most difficult places to be with, like, you know, in such a dense area, right. grocery stores are just as bad. 
Right. Shit gets really tense inside grocery stores. So, uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's we, another one. We talked about that, too, with the selfishness and people going against the norm and just having to go yeah. against the grain with their over-libertarianism. Grocery stores and airports are not the places <laughs> oh, to stressful be. Stressful places. Don't go there. Try to avoid them. But you have to sometimes. But uh, I wanted to end this quickly on a more lighthearted story. Uh, did you know that uh, I, ju- I, I just saw this headline and it kind of informed me to something I was unaware of and I wanted to ask you if you knew and then kind of talk about it a bit. Did you know that uh, Tiffany Haddish is, you know who Tiffany Haddish is, right? The loud comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, is in a relationship with Common. Do you know who Common is? Yeah, I know yeah, who Common right? is. Like the old school, like. Uh, I like that song Testify. Easy if I testify. Dude, I like you everything by Common. Common's an amazing, like hip hop, funky soul, kind of singy, kind of rappy. A good storyteller yes. when he wants to be. And he's a st- extremely educated. And, uh, you know, I feel like he was definitely on a, a strong side of this BLM movement, as we just talked so about. So they're together? Yes, they're together. I didn't know this. But she says, uh, the, the story is it's just like a little feel good type thing that says Tiffany Haddish on what sets Common apart from past partners. He makes, quote, my light shine even bigger, she says. But then I started reading a little more and i was like i didn't know they were together and it starts out immediately saying the stars tested the water via bumble earlier this year bumble the dating app yeah Yeah, they were on a dating app the app that like you know a bunch of people in the world's on and they just these two famous motherfucking people that's not is there like famous bumble it has to be famous bumble right i swear to god how does one famous person find another she just keeps wiping not famous not famous not famous not famous famous yeah update you comment I, i bet you there's like a verified version of it, you're if you're verified on Bumble, yeah. you're like the big wig. Yeah, you get you a know? blue dick check <laughs> or something. I don't know, yeah. but uh, it Bumble's says, not even one of the popular ones. Um, is it's it like not pl- like Plenty of Fish and then Christian uh, Mingle? Fish? Cl- and, Christian Mingle. Uh, when uh, was the last time you went a dating site? I don't know, fucking Christian I don't date. Mingle. I don't date. Uh, J date. Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought it was funny. They did a bunch of virtual dates. It says to see, you know, and they, whether there was any chemistry. The answer was a resounding yes. Now months into their relationship, Haddish tells people what sets the rapper apart from the rest and you know i'm not going to go any further oh, but that's cool. i just really thought it was odd that you know the, apparently uh as a guy to date he's anything but common yeah bold and then and you only gave us the bold print i like that back to you in the studio Fucking again wild man that's so funny okay so now um coming out of bold print only we're going to go into um you know some of the lists that we've compiled from the year and uh you know just uh, they it grouped them up into certain categories and i figured we would just kind of wrap up the year uh talking about certain things and summing everything up as much as we can or as best we can yeah without doing a month by month which we thought about doing you know like a january february march blah 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 but uh without there was doing a lot that, we realized there was a lot i know that would have been a that would have been a weird thing um, we felt like <laughs> it would flow a little better if we did it this way so instead of did you hears we're just going to kind of trade uh 2020 a year in lists kind yeah, of. yeah yeah so i've got a good one and i wanted to t- uh, piggyback off of again another thing tuttle brought up because he brought up i like his he transitioned nicely into a lot of things that happened throughout the year and he did he touched on a lot and hit it a lot of things and i we talked a little about it but i I had a lot of uh, good headlines out of it i wanted to touch on and uh 2020 a year in sports oh yeah and so i had some good headlines out of this yeah and i mean so if you're thinking back uh to when sports died kind of the first headline i have here is uh is uh just talks about the day sports stopped and it's uh it's out of the wall street journal it's uh says in a dizzying 24 hours back in march Dr. Fauci testified before Congress, an NBA star tested positive, and every major sports league shut down. It was a turning point in the pandemic and one of the most extraordinary days in the history of sports. Yeah. Then, guys, and remember, it says that guy tested positive. Remember who that was? 
It was that idiot in the NBA. I don't remember his name, but he went around touching all the microphones on a fucking after a press conference. Oh, I do. To kind of pr- you know prove flaunt like oh, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. And he got <laughs> oh, fucking no. COVID, bro. I swear. I mean, and they were forced to react very quickly to everything that was happening. Like they were learning along with us. Like the they were learning along with the world yeah, what absolutely. the hell was going on. We all were. And I think you know as sports, there was no precedence for this sports as a whole and the NBA specifically did fucking amazing with yeah. the way that they handled it and yeah. i mean like, they really did and it's funny you mentioned that because my next thing which tuttle brought up and I, I and again all i have is a headline on this i don't want to go too deep but it just kind of uh reiterates what he was saying as well as what you just said uh i have a quote here that says it's from one of the nba players in the nba bubble and it's talking about how you know how well they handled the scenario and tuttle tuttle mentioned that as well but uh, the quote here is uh you really just had to accept the fact that man i'm going to see these four walls every day yeah, yeah. And yeah, it says the inside the little... NBA bubble experiment at a dystopian Disney World with the greatest basketball players on the planet. And it's a story in GQ and it goes on to interview And them. like you're not allowed to have girls, uh, you know, come in. Even yeah. if, if your wife wants to come see you. No, nope, sorry. Right. No, no. Everything was like an approved person. They had like a, you know, a chef, a, a hair cutter, you know, like a barber for these guys, but they were all approved and it was the only one that could do this stuff. It wasn't like you could just go get your hair cut or go, you know, go get whatever food you wanted. They were, their options were very limited. Yeah. To come up with that dystopia so quickly and then for it to be so effective, was, yeah. it was amazing to yeah. see. It like, was, I don't, there's some, it was there, great the way they executed yeah, it. MLS again too, you know, I mentioned that. And that, that's that's another case of it. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I feel like some of it was kind of already put in a bag, you know, like if oh, no, there, there a was brown a bag, yeah, <laughs> full <laughs> of vomit covered edibles. <laughs> you mother, I was looking at our past episodes. Yeah, and you were looking at the year because what? guess what? That was early on. Yeah, one that was in January when you second time puked at the Sean sec- Watson's Yeah, house. I was going to say it was the second time around. The yep. first time was last year. It was. The, the second time was at the beginning of this Back year. Back in January of this year, man. That was almost an entire year ago. Last Ugh. time we were at Watson's and you puked in a bag. Haven't got the invite back since. I don't know if it's a pandemic or a puke. I have a goal. You tell to, me. I have a goal to work towards. Where's the scotch? <laughs> Give me scotch. this fucking scotch. Well, while you drink, I've got another one here. Um, in one kick, Sarah Fuller became an inspiration and her role models noticed. Uh, does Sarah Fuller ring a bell? Yeah, college kicker. Yeah, okay. I didn't know her name, but I do. I saw this headline, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. The first ever girl kicker in sports, aside from Kathy Ireland from Necessary Roughness. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hottest girl kicker in sports, I'll uh, say that. Um, Sarah or Mrs. Fuller, whatever the Sarah fuck. Sarah Fuller. Uh, she's had, she had some bad moments. Did she? A few like okay. flubs or you know, but kickers shank shit all the time and it happens. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Uh, but but and then she had some good kicks. You know, she actually does contribute to the team. Does she? Yeah. So she's kicking for Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it is. Which I'm sure was heavily affected. They're just they're in they're in Nashville. I'm glad I didn't say anything because I was going to say Purdue. And they're like, good it, guess. They're, they're gold, similar colors, gold and black. That's what I'm it's, saying. Just looking at her uniform here, I, you would have said Purdue, and I would have said probably it's gold and white and black here. But yeah, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt could be UCF. Fuck it. But uh, th- this this story is pretty cool. Um, John, you got you. I know you can appreciate this being a soccer fan. It says uh, after you know after she you know set you know became an inspiration, quote unquote, and set records, breaking you know breaking all the rules, so to speak, and being the first female kicker for a college team or female player for a college team, for that matter. Uh, it just says it's talking about how Mia Hamm and Mia Hamm's twin girls like reached out to her and just kind of said what an inspiration she was for like Mia Hamm's kids and shit. Oh, my Which God. Which has got to be cool when one of your legends, a legend to you, fucking tells you, like, you talk to their kids. And that's the she ultimate tells you compliment. How you're an inspiration for her kids. That's, that's yeah, that's a feel-good story for the year right That's there. amazing. Yeah, that's great. I, I love that we're finding actually some 
good stuff because it's easy to highlight the negative stuff and hone in on uh, on all the horrible things that have happened because yeah. those are the things that need attention. And well, yeah, and you it's, know what? I'm going to look at some more of that. It's exactly my next headline is I've got some more feel good. Yeah, because I think it was exactly like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, you know, it's like they're the ones that are you know in trouble right now. They're the ones that need people's help, and I like that. Like we can talk about the negative stories and then bring attention to them and then everybody kind of hones in on them and it's like it's not that like everybody's being negative or or, or being like you know less optimistic about anything right but you have to pay attention to that stuff so to make sure that like that story gets out there so that those people can get help because somebody's going to see that story right and then be able to do something Absolutely. you know and it's it, nice it, it it shines a light on it yeah it's so that ne- it can spread it's and- not necessarily just reporting bad stuff you know no. all the time it's it's putting light to it so that something can be done exactly about it which it needs to be Oh, man, I'm drunk. But it's fine. I, <laughs> I know I'm getting there. <laughs> I wanted to get to this one because we reported on this just recently with the um, with the Washington football team changing their name and now the Cleveland Indians baseball team now changing their oh, name. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, this headline jumped out at me from a year in sports. Uh, hundreds of teams are still using Native American symbols as mascots. And, you know, without going through a list, we did that on the show, and I probably said something racist, but I was just reading words. I was Those were not my thoughts or opinions. But uh, I thought that was a good headline that jumped out at me from a year of sports and a PC culture, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, when you when you dive deeper and you get into, like, d- Division two collegiate sports and high school right. teams, some of these then there's a names. lot. We read the teams, the teams where they were from and their team names, and it was weird all around. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and quickly, this kind of goes along the lines of the Tiger King, but everybody remembers this as it dropped kind of in the mid of the lockdown days when everybody was bored at home looking for shit the michael jordan documentary was exactly what fans needed as the world tuned into the last dance it seemed everyone had an mj story to tell here are 23 incredible tales about the basketball icon and then it goes into an article from the undefeated about like about unknown people's stuff. personal shit with yeah. Jay, with MJ or or you know whatever where they were in game six or you know what i mean like all these all these all these Things great that- historical events and dates it's amazing how like something could happen so long ago and then like new information surface about it whatever it is you know right and like it just recently or randomly you know and it's like this person's been dead for 20 years but you've been sitting on this audio track of them or you know of this this behind the scenes look at them right right people do that shit and they they kind of sit on stuff and uh, uh and sometimes it, it, yeah sometimes it's for sometimes it's good stuff which i'm like oh you should have come out with this good stories earlier but sometimes it's bad stuff and it's like oh you wait until their notoriety sparks and now you want to talk about how whatever happened yeah back so in 84 na- so or whatever they're, they're canceled after they're dead yes yes yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. posthumously canceled they call uh, it okay so it's a I, good show title for, not for this one, <laughs> for another one i i have um uh 23 which is a weird number but it says the headline is 23 23 of the strangest things that happened in Florida in 2020. Florida stories. This was submitted by a listener friend, right? We talked earlier about people participating. Yep, Mr. Bluegill. Bluegill, as he, he, yeah, he helps out so many, so much. Thank you so much, sir. I think he sent us a song last week. He did. Which he, was which he was gave good. us that bed, that song bed, that Jingle Bell trap remix. Oh yeah. And then he I... gave us this uh, Florida stories, which he knows we love Florida shit. So thanks, buddy. Yeah. Well, seriously, and like, it's not even because we podcast from the heart of florida like in orlando the beating dark and smoke ridden heart <laughs> yeah in in the forest smoker it's a damaged damaged smoker heart. and the smoke part is the scotch we have yes it's a scotch and smoke conversation it's a barren <laughs> it's a barren <laughs> wasteland out here uh no but uh i mean 
I Florida stories literally are the craziest. I think a lot of people can admit that. Not just because we're from here or anything. Well, a lot of and no, that's dude. I listen to some national podcasts. From we're not some, being like local or biased. No, I don't no, think. no. It's just it, no. I mean, I think that we have a local spin on it because we are here, obviously. So it's it it has that draw for me. It does. But even if we lived elsewhere, I listen to a national podcast from you know the Sklar Brothers. Uh, two comedian twin brother comedians they do they do several podcasts and i listen to one or two of them and they constantly do florida stories they don't necessarily seek them out but as what you realize being around in, in other states around the country is that uh uh in a lot of other states they don't have what we have here the sunshine law where everything's public record so if you get arrested right now tomorrow oh, yeah that information is free and available for any and everyone to see and then they don't do that in other states like that so our stories tend to travel the country and and what happens is people glom onto the crazy ones like man saves dog and smoking a cigar and but you know what I mean like Casey Anthony things like that. Yeah, you well you're beating me to it with the alligator. I'm sorry, and the, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. That is one Stop of them. it on your stories. Let me guess more. That's one of my <laughs> yeah. That's one of my uh, Florida stories. Sure, some masks. Stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it. it and some of these are ridiculous. There's a the one that they're calling not your usual Peter Cottontail, uh, who's the the woman from Easter time that was putting um like plastic eggs in people's mailboxes with uh, a fish cracker pornography a sheet of toilet paper Weird. and powdered mixed drinks uh 400 eggs or as they recovered 400 i think we talked about that on the show right somebody just randomly put people and i was like you can't put things in people's mailboxes it's a federal offense yeah you see like because we're a florida-based podcast you know it's like some of it we bring it up because they're local stories and we get we get those we get those local stories i think pretty you know they throw themselves into our phones they're yeah. like you live here look well, at this idiot and we get like under like sometimes we get underground information or like people that were like oh i was there that day like yeah, yeah, okay yeah. so let's fucking like, yeah give me the talk. scoop we gotta talk about that what did it look like when the Easter Bunny decked that guy. <laughs> yeah, there was one lady. Uh, this one's titled "Too Saucy." Uh, she was in a McDonald's drive-through oh, at God. about three forty-five in the morning. Of course. Um, and this is beginning of twenty twenty because it's New Year's Day. Ooh, okay. So, so almost exactly a year ago. Three hours into twenty twenty, yeah. Uh, uh, she is screaming uh, because she wants one of every single sauce, and they're like, "You got to fork over a little bit of change." <laughs> you know, it's right, right. You know, like fit us in a sauce. We all know that. It's some some shit like that, right? Yeah. And uh, so she said, "I'm gonna do." Uh, I'm going to get my sauce by whatever means necessary. Okay, and that's cash. The means are cash. Yep. And we give you sauce. Those are the <laughs> no. necessary means, ma'am. Please make that happen. And she's like, any means but that. If you're so committed to it, yeah. You <laughs> well, would. you said any means. Just pay money. You don't have to do anything <laughs> else. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow. Because yeah. some of this is like fast food debacles. Uh, checkers. Um, so uh, in Largos, uh, uh, somebody screamed at an employee and beat on the glass a 49-year-old man uh, because someone forgot to put lettuce on his sandwich. Fucking lettuce? No The shit. worst of all condiments. I like lettuce, but it only adds texture. There's no flavor. Lettuce, Chill out, bro. Let us get that off the menu. <laughs> Uh huh huh huh. Anybody? Anybody? Ooh, tough crowd. Ooh, tough crowd. Literal crickets. Ooh, <laughs> as we yeah. sit outside in the crickets, we're among the grasshoppers, cicadas, crickets. Yeah, it's tough crowd. Uh, <laughs> there was one thing that somebody did uh, here in the state of Florida. They were coming up with miracle mineral solution. Mm, sounds like a scam. And it gotta uh, be a scam. Medical malpractice was the form of that scam. Uh, they said that this would cure COVID nineteen. Cancer, autism, multiple sclerosis, AIDS, and pretty much every other ailment under the sun. Uh, the virus just falls apart, it says, and disintegrates from the heat. And it turns out that it doesn't. Um, but so they, they sold these solutions to people, huh. uh, swindled them hard, um, and then got arrested. 
of course, because that's how we're finding out about the story. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the next one, Disney disaster. We reported on this one. This guy was staying at Discovery Island in like a. I think it's refresh my memory. That's a around downtown Disney. Uh-huh. Um, uh, they they shut down because of COVID, so nobody was there for the longest time. And to him, it was a tropical paradise, and kind of like the guy who was living in the. Uh, Orlando City oh, the, press uh, box. The yeah, the Tampa Tampa <laughs> yeah. Stadium, Tampa Rowdies press box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, this guy. Oh, was, so they were closed, and he had broken in and was living there. Oh no, he was just like uh, walking around filming, right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got he put, posted him to YouTube, and then got popped doing that. So yeah. yeah, it says he planned to hang out for a week to film YouTube videos, record shows, and uh, he accepted a plea deal that would not have him banned. Oh no, he ha- he has been banned, so he is- yeah. So he didn't catch a bunch of charges, but he's banned forever. Right, right, yeah, which absolutely. is understandable. Um, the other one we reported on this one a record breaking python. Um, see, I like the, the we reported on a lot of these. See, yeah, that's well, cool. We're, we're, I don't feel bad about that. I feel like we're on our on our game. Uh, this one's pick a card, any card, and I don't know if we talked about it or not, but it was uh, all fun and games when a uh, a group of I don't know they look like frat bros or something. I'm sure, right? they are. but uh, they're sitting down and playing a card game in the middle of traffic. In Florida, uh, they're literally like the video or the the pictures just them posted up. Oh and my god, is I that a trap? No, they're just like at a red light. They have a card table out. Everybody's forced to go around them. <laughs> uh, that yeah. looks like Brevard County. Just saying, love you guys. Uh, uh, one <laughs> person was spreading cheer. Corey Jorgensen runs along uh, the avenue wearing an inflatable unicorn costume. Oh, that's kind of nice. And sev- uh, he did it several times in a week to cheer up others in Seminole and Tampa. And uh, yeah, well, so I guess he st- he became kind of semi-famous running down the street. Ah, like a viral unicorn. Yeah, I missed that one. Uh, there was a bird that was screaming for help. Oh, well, I heard that. People thought the it police was a- showed up, and it was <laughs> yeah. yeah. They thought the woman was being held captive. <laughs> she was screaming. The bird was screaming, "Help me!" or something. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, one. I remember that. Fear the Reaper, the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper on the beach the, yeah. at the beginning of the cutdown. Uh, I almost said cutdown COVID. COVID shutdown Trying to scare people away Yeah Yeah that was funny Uh, I do remember that headline There's so much of these other ones Um, And it it is a lot I'm going to post the article To the group page Yeah definitely Uh, a lot of stuff To share between these lists here well, there'll be some there'll be some stuff on the pages for you guys. Especially if you live in Florida, uh, it's historical. This was a historical year for Florida's craziness. Yeah, we've gotten into was at an all time high. I swear, well, I the world was at an all time low. I don't know like what the numbers are like. How do you rate that? But I we're, this was one of the worst. Oh, we were peaking hard on trends. Peaking, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I told you guys I would bring you some good news, and quickly I will run down a couple of good news headlines that jumped out at me in a, yet another list from the year. Um, you know, it, they say it can't be done, but uh, it can be. You just have to not be in America, apparently. But uh, it's uh, the the headline is how one nation beat the virus, and it just goes on to talk about uh, you know several countries flatten the curve. Iceland virtually eliminated it, and there's been some talk of uh, what is it, Switzerland, I think, Sweden or Switzerland, one of those S SW lands um, up in the the Nordic land up there. They uh, Swaziland, they, Swaziland, not that's in Africa, but um, <laughs> but one of those either Switzerland or Sweden um, had they've pretty much been trying to push herd immunity, and they almost didn't shut down any. Thing. They've almost been living things normal up there. There's and th- some people say it's working, and I hear other reports that it's not. And I, I don't fucking know. Some countries have been. I mean, there's been a lot of countries actually that have been doing it, but or a, handling it a it lot goes better on, than us. Absolutely. Well, Iceland being at the top of those, and it goes on to say, you know, how a lot of the European countries have been handling it and kind of been ahead of the curve. They've they're kind of beating it and flattening it. It says here, but uh, I thought that was a good one to touch on. And we, as we just mentioned, uh, you know, on my previous stories, you know, we brought up uh, BLM, Black Lives Matter. Then this year, you can't. It's definitely something 
something not something you can get away from talking about. That was it's a big thing. Always yeah. going to come up. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I just like this. It talks about how um, the headline is uh, the city that really did abolish the police and uh, they abolished them, but then also rebuilt the department from the ground up. So uh, the strange, hopeful, politically complicated story of Camden, New Jersey. Oh, that's right. When they fire or like, yeah, remember we talked about that and we were like, house. how do they, what do you, what do you call now? Like there's no yeah. police, you know, we were making jokes about it. Well, this goes on to say, and it talks all about it and I will save you the story. But apparently the, 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 the good news here is that it worked, you know, it's, it maybe it can be a model for other cities, not to say every other city in the country is going to be able to run like Camden, New Jersey. There's different problems everywhere, but if it can be done in Jersey, come on. Yeah. And also if you can do that, fix your smell, Jersey. Yeah. And then, well, and there's so much stuff for us to get to. It's like some of it, we're just going to have to touch the tip yeah. or just tease it Ooh, a little. Touching the tip. You know, John just, and Chris. Just tickle it a That's little a good bit. Patreon show later. We'll get to that. Uh, but another, yeah, uh, another good feel, uh, feel good news story. Uh, and this is kind of uh, in effect right now as we sit and record. It's breaking news, kind of. But it just goes on to talk about how uh, Moderna, oh my God. Moderna and Pfizer are reinventing vaccines, starting with COVID. Okay. Yeah. I heard a noise behind me, and you're uh-huh. like, this is a breaking story right now. There's oh, a murderer behind John. There's a John. murder about to occur. I was like, no! I saw it before it happened. <laughs> I turned, but it just, I yeah, it goes on to everyone. talk about how the two leading vaccines, including one developed by, and we reported this here, BioNTech, are based on new gene-based technology that could help fight a range of diseases. Yeah, I, I like that's that. That's a Wall so Street many, Journal article that goes on to talk about There were so many of them that. that were working so hard. Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Maduro. I mean, like they they were just nonstop. I, I can only imagine how hard that they were working to get this done. Oh, I'm, they've been scrambling to get it done right at the... Uh, it, literally, they announced these things on the election. <laughs> but oh, that was just ironic. I feel, like, I feel like that was ironic. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But uh, exclusive, the billionaire who wanted to die broke is now officially broke. So it uh, and still alive. Yes, well, he's not sucks. dead yet. But his but his mission was to give away his fortune to be a philanthropist. So he's helping the world with it. Uh, it says it took decades, but Chuck Feeney, the former billionaire co-founder of retail giant Duty Free Shoppers, has finally given all of his money away to charity. He has nothing left now, and he couldn't be happier. That's awesome. That is awesome, right? Tis oh, the season. Oh, man, super feel good. And another feel good one. You heard of gonorrhea, we, and they're super gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah, I started at gonorrhea. I ended with Chuck Feeney giving away his money. Feel good, super yep. feel good. He got rid of his gonorrhea, and now his money. <laughs> but uh, I, I, we talked about this uh, through when it happened, and I thought it was a you know a funny story, and I love the, the headline here. But uh, the, the shorter headline, I love it, which caught my attention, says, Nathan Apodaca had the best year ever. Does that name ring a bell? No. Nathan Apodaca, the Idaho potato worker, became a TikTok sensation and sent Fleetwood Mail Fleetwood Mac sales soaring. Oh, it's that's just guy. insane is his quote. Dog yep. face. Yeah, so viral TikTok skateboarder Nathan Apodaca buys new house after living in an RV. Ooh, RV. I hope he didn't sell it in Nashville. Damn. He quotes it's just insane. But yeah, that guy did have a year. We don't have to go over all his oh, accomplishments, such as driving riding a skateboard on a street and drinking cranberry juice. Yeah, but yeah, that's, he's that, good. That's just a little bit of good news in this crazy fucked that's up awesome, year that was. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. I mean, I. Uh, and people, that's all I got. Too I'm often search for a little breaking news, but other than that, people too often focus on the negative, and it's it's good to hear some some good stuff that was coming out I of this year. Thought that was a good thing to end uh, on. Okay, and there was uh, some obviously notable deaths. Um, and so many. 
Yeah, looking at it in this past year, some of them I even forgot were from this year. Um, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was, I remember. Yeah, uh, that was just back in that, September. Yeah, and that was horrible. That was huge. Like, that was a huge loss, man. I, I feel like everybody. I'm not even a woman, but I feel like that's a huge loss to women, especially in human rights as a whole. Everybody's heart broke yes. that day. And uh, Little Richard, he's one of the ones I forgot. I did forget about I, that. Yeah, I'm like, damn, little Good Richard. Good golly, Miss Molly. Yeah. Woo! Sure don't know how to die. Rest in peace. Woo! I'm sorry. And that was uh, uh, Sean Connery Sean was Connery. another one. Your mother, like, Trebek? No, that was that was Halloween. That was just happened. Yeah. You forgot that? That was all of a month ago. Oh no, Two I didn't forget. Ago. I didn't. Well, kind of, sorta. I forgot it. <laughs> I did, but I didn't. It's like I when I see it, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. You know who remembered? Who? Your mother. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. You can uh, bet on it. <laughs> uh, Kobe. Um, uh, Tuttle talked him. You started him out a with bit. that one. That was the that was the one to kind of kick off the year. That was late January. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. Kobe and his daughter tried the most tragic loss of that entire thing was I mean, any children involved and Gianna being a huge one. Yeah, 41 years old and I mean, it, you know Gianna was 41? Damn. She looked, <laughs> she looked good. Black don't crack. Yeah. Uh nobody saw it coming and I mean, Tuttle kind of shit on the idea that you know, flying in a helicopter okay. is dangerous and he shouldn't have been doing that with yeah, his daughter if he, he cares about them. That was a hot take on that. And my thought was... That's life, man. That's, that's evolving as, as human beings, right? Like, my thought on that was, I'm sure when the car was invented, there was some Tuttle out there podcasting, rock casting, <laughs> that, uh, you know, oh, never put my children on one of those confangled contraptions. People die. Look at the car accidents. Look at the rate of car accidents. I Google searched it. Yeah, there wasn't a Google, but I Google searched it and then through the roof. I'm just gonna keep my children on bicycles forever. It was Ask but, Jeeves, but <laughs> back then you're right. But um, <laughs> it was dial up too. But I, I feel like that's just evolution, right? Like as yeah, the world and on. as one gains that kind of you know ability to do so, why don't we all fly in helicopters, Tuttle? Because we can't afford to, and it's not where the world's evolved to yet. But if he can be ahead of that evolution because of money. Then I feel like it's a natural thing for humans yeah, to do. It's not going to be one of those things. Like, well, and I'm not going to be one of those people. I guess it could be, depending on how you look at it. But like a child, like a child is not going to get into a car accident and be like, "Yep." Like I'm not going to say, "I I'm told you so." I'm not going to blame because you put yeah, the kid like, in the car. That's a Unless you put the kid in the car and you're driving drunk, right? Like, then it's your fault. Oh, well, but yeah. if it's just it's a car accident because it's a car accident and it is the anomaly, not the norm. Right. Yeah. So as was this helicopter crash. And again, yeah, I, I just, just don't, I don't think it was it an was... irresponsible move to, to travel with your child in a helicopter. No, no. Anything can happen at any time. And Kobe in a is... helicopter, a plane, a car, a bicycle, a skateboard, whatever. And if you're somebody like that, you have to be places a little quicker than usual. And you're, you're maintaining this image. Well, and, and you it's not can because... be places a little quicker than usual. If you cannot fucking sit in traffic in all places in the country but L.A., why would you not? Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you Come can on. escape it, why not? Um, Diego Maradona. Oh, poor guy. Argentinian uh, soccer player. Soccer legend. Yeah. yeah. Worldwide well, soccer legend. He, he got heavy in his later years. He uh, was. He had. I, I didn't know that he had as much controversy in his life as he did. A lot of people were kind of cracking jokes. I mean, you know, the callous jokes people make when people die, well, I which think, I feel rude. I never do such well, things. Well, when you say cracking jokes, I think he did a lot of crack. It, it was some coke. Yeah. People were like, oh, oh he did it? a bunch of coke in his day. Because yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, is he Venezuelan? Which is uh, very racist of me. But uh, Or Colombian? But no, he was Argentinian. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. Geographically, it's close. Exactly. I, well, this was one I forgot about. Regis Philbin. Oh, I, I, you're right. I remember. Yeah. How could you forget? I remember now, uh, but I didn't. Uh, Alex Trebek. When, like, in uh, terms Trebek of, and Connery. You yeah. should have done them back to back. 
Oh shit! I fucked up. I'm up here with your mother, Trebek. See, I figured. And you. (laughs) (laughs) That one hurt me. That one hurt me. I figured do the 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 game show hosts next to each other. I like that. But no, Connery and Trebek would have been way better together. They're living it up up there. They finally got to meet as they never met in person in real life. I fucked up there. Uh, No, you're good. Yeah, but I mean, amazing people, and uh, they list off a few that are the one that just died last week, which you probably won't know this name, but it jumped out at me was Phil Necro. He's an old school Braves great pitcher. He uh, he did some amazing things for the Braves back in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with him. Week. Yep, he died last week. I think it was late eighties, maybe ninety. Older uh, guy, it, Kirk Douglas. Is that like Michael Douglas's dad or yeah, something? Yeah, we talked about him. He died Kirk from Douglas. Uh, throat cancer because probably because he ate too much Catherine Jones pussy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Remember that's right. we, we talked about all this? No, now I do. Yeah, we yeah, made yeah. crass jokes about people's deaths. <laughs> uh, uh, Wilford Brimley. Yeah, you know what took him. Diabetes. 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 Yeah. First you got my feet, now you got my life. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it went. But uh, yeah, I did always like me some Wolf uh, Jerry Stiller. Very funny. Ben oh, Stiller's that's dad. that's right, dude. And he was been, he's been very all over social media lately with Festivus. Oh, yeah. Eric of Grievances. <laughs> that's right. I've got a lot of things to say about you people, and I'm going to say them. Yeah. Or whatever. I uh, don't get the quote right. But. <laughs> uh, to wrap off a few more, uh, who do we have here? Uh, to raffle off a few more, who do yeah. we have? Uh, Fred Willard. Uh, oh, from, man, that was a, that was a tough very one, too, good one. Carl, I forgot him. Carl Reiner. 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 Another great comedy legend. Sorry about the pronunciation. That's what I'm here for, buddy. Kelly Preston. Yep, John Travolta killed her. And <laughs> I literally <laughs> saved this one for fucking last because this Did guy you? is a gem of a human being, well, and guess. he deserves what, it. What he part of the year to... was it in? Uh, what, when, when did he pass away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like recently, middle of the year, early. It was towards the end of the year, but so like kind of recently, middle to late. It's a him, late older guy. Him, no, no, okay, no. Well. It's very Kobe. It shouldn't have happened. Shocking. <sighs> was he a basketball player? No, no. What? what There's was, so many people paying homage to him. What did he? What was his profession? Uh, uh I, I don't want to tell you his profession. Oh, I'll, I'll tell know. you what. He died of cancer. It was very known that he had cancer, but not I, oh, everybody necessarily knew. Rest in peace, Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. And I've made so many jokes about that. And I, you know, I I'm crossing my arms be, right now yeah. for the Black Panther Wakanda, symbol. Wakanda, baby. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. Man. Wakanda oh, forever. Fucking guy. Yeah, great was, actor, man. Dude, he was helping people up until his last days. Like, yeah, he and was he knew non-stop. it was coming too, man. Yeah, that was that guy. He was a champ through through the whole thing, I he, feel like. He didn't want his image portrayed. No. And he held on to that. No. I mean, yeah, he wanted God to keep damn it positive. It. What a beast. What a beast. And uh, yeah, and there was a bunch of others, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean. Still that's, living that's, on? Betty White. Refuses to die. That 91, is 92 years old, sharp as a tack. A great way to see the upside of it. Oh, did I just take the bottle yeah, of scotch? Yeah, from- you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> well, it's funny. I'm glad you did that because I picked up my phone right in time to find breaking news. <laughs> I thought I knocked it to the floor. No, you're fine. Uh, breaking news. <laughs> what Little, do you got? Pump, Little Pump has just released a new single to follow up his 2019 one-hit wonder. As you may or may not remember, the previous track was titled I Love It, and it featured Kanye. We have a short clip of this new one. Jet blue enforces masks. I, I hate, hate it. it. <laughs> and you could hear Kanye jump in on the end. I love that. But um, hmm. sounds as if going into 2021, <laughs> Little Pump and Kanye will be Southwest only. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Let's fucking go. <laughs> 2020. Oh, I love my breaking news that, updates. That's the, those are the last breaking news update it's of the year. all the news you're year. getting for the year, guys. Yeah, so as this releases, it will be counting down. You guys will be watching your countdowns. Who does the countdown anymore? Ryan Seacrest probably gross. Ryan Seacrest Fuck does that guy. Now. Dick Clark forever. He died this year, right? Or was Fuck it. No, it know. wasn't this year. 2021 anyway. hopefully is a lot better than 2020. Yep. You guys are fucking awesome. You I'm looking awesome. forward to next year. We're going to work a lot harder, guaranteed. John is pumped. It's dark. I can see his boner from here, though. Well, now I'm less scared about dying, and now I'm just drunk. Yeah, I'm we're like, done now. We can run. I'm we like, can just drop this shit and run if a bring it on. If a leopard approaches or a black panther, I'll fuck him up. If a black <laughs> panther does show up, I wonder if it'll be a ghost. Oh, I, yeah. Cheers, good sir. Cheers. Thank you guys so much for keeping up with us this year and being actually concerned about us and hanging out with us if we ever saw you. And In uh, 2021, we do have some resolutions and some promises to get to you guys. We are going to do a few things. Uh, definitely planned. And then we'll do some others that just uh, fucking shoot from the hip type shit as we do. But we're going to, a couple of things. We're definitely going to get some new magnets with that chalkboard theme because we've had some people asking for them. With the new design, yeah. Yep. Uh, we're going to get those out. Um, we're going to do another meetup. Let's just let COVID go down a little bit. Let's just try to... Uh, Iceland this shit a little bit, you know. Yeah, and, it's close. We're we're getting there. And um and uh we are going to start hitting the Patreon. Our resolution as a show is to get twelve Patreon episodes for twenty twenty one. One per month, minimally, with some potential bonus shit here and there when we can find time. Yeah, it's gonna be glorious. But we I already have plans you. on our first one and we'll, you guys will get that early January. It's promise, be promise, promise. Once a Thank month. Thank you for sticking with us there, guys. Yeah. We really I, appreciate it. I swear that. we owe you so much. And patreon.com slash FTI is where you sign yep, up if you, you want to join up and actually hear what we have out there and the new shit we're gonna drop. It is starting. It's yeah. And um, we are fucking ready to go. We have some great guests lined up at the beginning of next year. We yep. already told you we're going to sit down with Tuttle. We're yep. going to do a rerun of the owners uh, from Cavos. Yep, we're going to do another commission live go to. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, we got. We're going to hit the ground running in 2021 with a new, uh, you know, refocused focus. Is that a thing? Re- refocus, focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, okay, that's Absolutely. what we're going to do though. And we're going to. We really plan to hit it hard. And uh, and you know and. Without you guys listening and, and supporting us each and every week, we couldn't do that. I love you guys so much. I it, Yeah, it's the motivation that we need and the fun that we have and that we get to have is because of the motivation that you guys give us. And please just keep it oh, going. So Next many, year is going to be so cool. So many weeks this year. This was my outlet, man, where I was – there was a lot of weeks where I was just really bored and depressed and – and, and those come and go for me a lot, but this has always been my outlet. This and and I've been doing stuff with our buddy Rocky from What's the Fuzz doing What's the Fuzz and stuff. Is really some weeks has been my only thing I've been able to go do, and the thing I, only thing I can kind of look forward to week to week. So you know, I'm I'm just I'm happy you guys give me a reason to keep doing that. Yeah, whether it's laughing at us or with us, you know, that's the that's reason I say. say that shit. That's right. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to you guys. Cheers, Coleman. Twenty twenty one. Fucking great year love you, buddy. Coming. Much better year 2021. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully we That's got right. a lot more to look forward to, and we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. I am John. That's Chris Pizza Pizerberg Coleman. Thank you so much for uh, the most that we could have made out of this year. Coleman? Tip your perennial podcasters. I get up, I get down, and I'm jumping around, and the rumpus and rock gets so comfortable now. Been a hell of a ride. But I'm thinking it's time to grow So I got an apartment across from the park Put quinoa in my fridge, still I'm not feeling great Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to go Here we go
we go. I'm gonna puke, cause my taxes are due Do my password begin with a one or a two Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow Metronome Man, I'm up to something Ooty la di do, thank you all for coming I hope you like the show, cause it's on a budget So ooty la di do, yeah Come on, here we go, yeah Come on, here we go Your best face on Everybody pretend you know this song Everybody come hang Let's go out with a bang Here we go Stop, put your best face on 